Get inspired every Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show, Morning Inspirational Radio Show, hosted by Dalton, the producer. Bring in that gospel flavor, old school, new school, holy hip-hop, and don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. So tune in Monday and Friday, 9 a.m., 10 o'clock Eastern, Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Log on to Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Audio Hub Preview. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. The Triple B Podcast would like to invite you to come break bread with your brothers. If you like what you're hearing on the show, if you think we missed the mark, or if we got it all wrong, reach out to us on social media. We can be reached on Twitter at triple underscore B underscore pod or search Brothers Breaking Bread Podcast. We are the Brothers Breaking Bread on Facebook and our email is brothersbreakingbreadpod at gmail.com. Further descriptions are in the show notes like follow, friend, do all that good stuff. And please never forget to break bread with your brothers. How y'all doing? Breaking Bread Podcast. 
I, I get what she's saying, but damn, I don't even want to look for this woman because she should. Okay, that. <laughs> That was not. That was not. So she should have been looking out, looking out for her own damn self. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, we got to be CSI investigation because she didn't do the initial investigation. Okay, I, I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Hey, hey, welcome everyone. Welcome. We got uh, man. I don't know if I can say all the names. We got a big old full ship here, man, for the brothers breaking bread and and sisters and sisters. Yes, indeed. We got Lady Lavender. We got Kim. We still got to figure out a nickname for Kim. I think I thought Hun- I thought Honey Bonds was appropriate, but she probably got shot. Probably yeah, got shot. I'm I'm a, I like uh, that. It is. I second it. I second it. No, shut, shut up. It. Shut up, Negro. Proper smooth order type shit. Not today. We gonna come up with a name though. We gonna. How about how about, how about uh, Kim the coal miner? Kim the coal miner. I like honey. I like honey buns. But alliteration in the song. I don't know if it's all. I think. I think if we just start calling the honey buns, it is honey buns. No pun intended. No pun intended. The hard Yeah, yeah. We're going going down the list. Tim Meter, Slim AC, Zeb the Soldier, Half of the Brother Doom, Joe Jeff Casey Stork here, man. What is going on, party people? I'm talking to y'all. Y'all in the future, as far as I'm not concerned. It's glad to see that. It's glad to see it. Two hours from now, everybody's still alive. I love it. I love it. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up? So let, let's check in so we can get it in. Uh, Miss Kim, how, how you living? Buns, how you living? Uh, oh, God, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, got, got a little story time. Got okay. a little story time. Um, I, I got sent to HR this week. Um, Uh-oh. I had a I had a rough week this week. Uh, you was putting capital letter uh, emails out, weren't you? They said that my email was aggressive, but I didn't do nothing in the email that was aggressive. The the person read it in a signed tone. I love having a conversation with HR because my good government doesn't sound like, you know, doesn't sound like one could be of brown skin. And uh, HR was like, I had to open the camera on them and be like, excuse me, ma'am. Um, there was tone assigned to my email. She was like, duly noted, we'll do a cultural competency training, da-da-da-da-da. So, yeah, I had a rough week this week, but I'm glad to be here unpacking this shit with y'all. Yay. This, yes, I'm sure there'll be shit to be unpacked. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Roger doesn't like to unpack shit. He keeps his shit in the luggage. Yes, that's how I live. <laughs> One city at a time. <laughs> Lady Lavender, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I think uh, I've also had a week. I had the neighbor that I share a wall with on Tuesday night. I was woken up from my sleep by the smoke detector because their apartment was burning down. Um, we all had to evacuate, which was pleasant and wonderful. At least it wasn't too cold. Um, thankfully, nobody was hurt, but my apartment still reeks of all kinds of fire smell. Um, so trying to deal with that. But I don't think the smell's going to be gone until they clean out that place, which is kind of annoying. But other than that, I'm good. Doing all right. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. Glad you, uh, your unit didn't, didn't get burned down and everybody was uh, unharmed. Very good, very good. But thanks for joining us. We know you had a rough week. Ten meters. Yes, sir. How you living, man? Uh, I'm living good. I'm living good. Uh, 
Look how you living, man. Well, aside, aside from the theme song, I'm living great. <laughs> we, said, we said we ain't heard in a minute. We ain't heard in a minute. Uh, you you yeah, said we ain't heard in a minute, so I thought I'd play it for you. You might thought yeah, you missed yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Donald. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, everything is okay. We're still chilling out and everything like that down here in the old Bayou State. Nothing real big. I mean, uh, work is a ghost town because everybody's at HRS over there where you are. So, but other than that, we 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 chilling down here in the in in New Orleans. Okay, good. Well, thanks for coming aboard, man. Sam, no problem. I love it here. Yeah. Love it here. Love it. Slim AC, what's up, man? Um, all good. Chilling, man, down here, and I um, I don't know if I should put that. Um, <laughs> all right, real quick. You ever been hit with a double down on um on privilege? Uh-oh. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just basically I had a motherfucker proceed, me, proceed to tell me how much they are against white privilege and don't have privilege and they would never be like that and I'm never that type of person. And in less than two minutes, <laughs> exercised every single inch of privilege that they had. Wow. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> no, man. No, it is. Buckle up, y'all. No, it it ain't gonna be a long thing. Um, I was dealing with a woman, and she she was being you know nice. I was helping her, whatever, and she was telling me that hey, you know this guy in the parking lot stopped me, you know, because I stopped in the middle of the parking lot, and he's like, you just stopping here and blocking traffic and doing this because of your white privilege and blah blah blah. And she was like, I am never that type of person. I never. It's, you know, I don't believe in that. That is ridiculous. I can't believe that people say those type of things. They have no privilege. Right. So guess what? Guess what happens? My favorite, my favorite deal at work: coupons. Of course, this lady proceeded to because her her two dollar coupon did not work. Proceeded to want to know everybody's name in the store. Challenged the fact that I was the manager. Said she wanted to speak to my manager, his manager, and the CEO. This is in less than two minutes because her coupon didn't work. Damn, she hit you with the, that life. Uh, Billy, uh, ma'am, I'd like some help. How, how you know my name, Billy? <laughs> She's like, I want to talk to the store manager. I said, do you see my name badge? <laughs> you see no, I want to talk to somebody white. You stole, you stole that. You stole that. I want to talk to him. I was like, no, just get out of my face. Right. But anyway, the double down is ridiculous, and it, it just that was annoying. But otherwise, man, I'm living. I'm doing. I'm doing good. Just dealing with people every day. <laughs> she got, she got to turn around like Kobe. Right. Nigga, two minutes. <laughs> Not even two minutes. She told me I don't believe in this shit. Wow. Hit it with the shoulder was, roll. Yes. <laughs> hey man, you know sometimes sometimes you, you just gotta laugh at the irony. Like that's that's the, almost the same as saying I don't mean to offend you before somebody says something offensive. Always right. right? She put a Lindsey Graham on me. Okay. <laughs> Always gonna be offensive. Well, I'm, I'm glad you didn't slap nobody. All good. All good. Zay, no, I kept it in the holster. All good shit. Zay, what's going on, man? Oh uh, man, everything's cool, man. Just uh. Hanging out, just chilling. Um, you know, just got back in town. Well, last week, last weekend, went out of town to Ohio for a wedding mm-hmm. uh, for one of my our, my girls, one of her friends. Nice. Two of her friends actually got married to each other. So 
That was cool, you know, had a good trip, safe trip. I don't really care too much about weddings, generally speaking, but it was nice to get out of town and, you know what I mean, just see a little bit of, the, little bit of country that I haven't seen a whole lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man, other than that, everything's been cool, copacetic. You know what I mean? Just ready to get to it. Um, I do have a quick announcement to make. I'm buying Twitter uh, for, for a C-note. For a C-note? So, hey, can I put in C-note. on it? Can I put in on it? Yeah, man. You know. <laughs> I got We're gonna do this. We're making big moves over here. Big moves. I got, I got five on it. I got about. <laughs> you I got, got five on you like the loonies. Okay. <laughs> I got about a hundred of those little ship, hundred billion of those ship coins. So I got about ten dollars on. Yeah. I give you hundred, hundred of my billion ship coins. <laughs> anyway, good shit, man. What's going on, Joe? What up, though? Chilling. Um, let's see. Testing season. Um, my kids got the AP exam on Monday. We did the EOCs last week, I think. Um, been out there trying to hustle the review for like three or four tests that I'm giving that are all required by the state legislature. So, um, that's been interesting. Track season winding up, at least the regular season is. Um, I don't know if this is a side eye. Because this nigga got my full attention. Who? <laughs> the child, uh, child was acting up in class. Uh-huh. One to go. Another child next to him said, if I was him, I'd slap the curls out of his head. Slap your curls out of your head? Slap the curls out of my head. <laughs> oh. Coming wow. in hot, nigga. talking about you saying about it. Oh shit! They're coming in hot. I invited them to try. <laughs> hey, you kicked that leg out. Oh well, did it? Oh shit! Hey, nigga, Joe, did you just did you spin? Did you spin around on your seat and sit back? I, I was standing up. I, I, was, I, so I, I, I took a little aggressive posture. That's all. Try Jesus. Don't uh, try me. <laughs> oh no, Not I can see one. it now. Woo. Bro, he he died. Died. As, as you said, I had one to go. One to go. He died. <laughs> that motherfucker Joe, he kicked that leg out like a kung fu master. Dip that toe. Draw that that, that fucking line on the floor. Um, yeah. Try me. <laughs> hey. Oh no. A nigga hey. flip that cape back like flip Neo. That case. Let's do it. Hey. <laughs> hey. That motherfucker Joe Pipe, he put a ruler to Apple on his desk and said, Choose the sword. Join you. You join me. Choose the apple. You join your mother. You don't understand, but you must choose. And nigga chose the ball. He didn't want the sword. He did not want the sword. He chose the ball. Yeah. Here I come, mama. Good decision. Here I come, mama. Oh, <laughs> uh, these kids are crazy as shit. Oh, that's pretty good though. Uh, only some hip hop niggas would get that reference. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I know, I know you was mad, but inside your head, you had to go. What? <laughs> Nigga, what? Homeboy about to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Slap the curls on my head. Nigga, what? <laughs> 
Oh, shit. oh man, okay. Well, I, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that had to happen because you shouldn't be having fucking getting threatened at work. I don't care if them niggas how old them niggas is. So yeah, but yeah, but I, I'm glad. I yeah. appreciate it. Sit one to go. <laughs> hey man, um, I heard you was going, going back, back hey. to Cali, Cali, Cali. Yeah, yeah, but I had to have a fucking five hour layover in Denver first. That was not fun. Women, weather, and the weed. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a nice, that's a nice airport in Denver, man. Probably, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't bad. I just I was expecting to take off at three ten Denver time. Mm-hmm. Didn't take off till about seven o'clock Denver time, which yeah. had me getting it here about like eleven, like ten forty. And my but my body was feeling like it was uh one o'clock. Almost two o'clock in the morning when I finally got to my hotel. Yeah, yeah. And then they they fucked up the credit card shit with the ACA, so I had to sit there for the of demand for another forty minutes. Like, little bruh. Oh no, nigga. Even if I had two thousand dollars, y'all not getting it because I ain't paying for this shit. Right, right. I mean, I don't know who. Like, as we just said, Jesus, whoever get, get that nigga on the line because I, hey, you know, you know how you supposed to. I said, okay, you pay for my hotel. I'll put my card on there for incidentals. That's the way it should be. Yeah. ACA shouldn't pay. If I want to watch, you know, Big Booty Grandmas at night, they should have to pay for that. I get it. That's okay. <laughs> but, but when I, I feel like here, they should, though. When, they, when I get here, and they're like, he's like, I'm on a, <laughs> what you say? <laughs> said, I feel like they should, though. I but mean, I digress. It's work-related. Digress. It's work-related. It's work-related. It keeps you, it keeps you sane. So, I don't know, real Big Booty Grandmas is real specific. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, don't be, don't be worried about my fetishes, sir. <laughs> I'm, as I age, I must prepare myself. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I'm just doing. I'm doing homework for, ah. the, for retirement. There we go. Anyway, so I get here. And he's like, he takes my car, and I'm thinking, okay, they got a little. Thin. And that's another thing too. I ain't never been to a hotel where they, they. They do a $200 per night hold for incidentals on top of what you pay. So anyway, so the so I'm like, okay, that still seems ex- extreme, but that's cool. Whatever. Give him my car. He said, oh, it came back. And I'm like, eh, I know how much money I got in my account, and it's far more than that. Run it again. Then I said, well, show me what you're trying to run. He pulled that paper out. That motherfucker said $2,626 and 86 cents. I was like, what? Where you get that number from? Well, you know, the room for four. I said, yeah, HCA is supposed to pay for this. Yeah. I'm going to go sit down. Y'all figure this shit out. All right. We got to figure it out. They used to say. So I guess it could have been a source of my side eye, but I, I don't know who to blame yet. So when I get back to uh, get back to OPR, we're going to figure it all out. Anyway. That's right. Anyway, room paid for, free chip for the most part, so I can't complain. Got some good food. Uh, got a little tipsy at a speakeasy. So it's been good. It's been a good trip. Can't complain. All right, let's. Yeah, I've never been to easy. San Fran, man. I huh? need to check that out. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it, uh, where I'm at, there's a lot of cultural stuff close. You want parks? You want to go to the mall? You want to go uh, theater shows? All kind of food. Uh, I'm 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 right next to the bay here, so you see who's there. You come back more inland. You got a lot of Indian restaurants, a lot of Thai restaurants. So yeah, it's been the inner, my inner fat boy's been good. Anyway, all right. So let's get to it. So we started the show with a young sister giving a warning uh, about, uh, I guess, a friend or a family member who had become went missing. 
which leads us to another story that's going on here in Kansas City. Uh, uh, Asia Maynard. And, trying, and that was real quick. That was a spoof, wasn't it? I think it was. I hope it was. Yeah, yeah okay. I hope ahead, it was a spoof. Yeah, that's, I thought it was real, but then I heard that it was a spoof. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh, yeah." I'm glad that I was a. I'm glad I fell for that one because I hope nobody. It says the sister speaks, so yeah. But still, but but still, but still, kind of a a overhanded way of saying like, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. people. I mean, and of course we 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 worry and want to take care of our sisters, but also some 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 brothers out there come up missing, get set up, you know, through these these uh, dating apps. Uh, but yeah, so Asia Manor was looking for was a loving uh, young bla- young black woman, the mother of four. She loved to cook. And sorry, I was starting an article. She was found. She went on a date with a white man. And the question is, uh, why won't the uh, Kansas City uh, Police Department investigate this murder? And we were talking about in the pregame. There were a couple of cases going on that are, are, are kind of similar. Uh, she never used heavy drugs or family members say. They had been afforded a little time to grieve as they had been instead outraged at the missing pieces. So that uh, quote-unquote cover-up. Okay. Right. Yeah, so this young sister uh, went on this date. Uh, this was February 18th of uh, this year. Uh, and the family believes there's some kind of cover-up going on because they will not properly investigate her, de- her death. Um, the report they received were that she had died of natural causes. And this, uh, the Kansas City Police Department initially told them even before pursuing an autopsy or toxicology report. And one can't blame them for doubting such a, a premature conclusion, especially considering the family says she had no pre-existing health conditions and was a perfectly healthy 29-year-old. So, yeah. Y'all be safe out there in these streets. Yeah, you know, and they were, uh, like you mentioned earlier, there was a, they had, um, in that article, that same article, they had cited a couple of other situations. I don't remember where they were at, uh, where some black women had went on some dates and came up dead. Uh, I don't believe it was in the Kansas City area. Um, and so they just started, you know, the article basically got into just the fact that uh, black women tend to come up dead more often than um, other parts of the, of the, of the population. I don't want to just say white women, but just, you know, more just, you know, uh, not necessarily more than black men, but other other areas of the population. And uh, and, you know, it just doesn't seem like uh, and oftentimes the police departments are really investigating these uh, deaths uh, as thoroughly as, you know, as they should be. Correct. And, you know, so that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, what, you know, uh, the point that. uh, The uh, lady in the in the uh, opening in the intro was making, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, uh, as an adult human being, you need to, you know, look out for yourself and protect yourself, especially when you're dealing with these dating apps and, you know, um, you know, but when something happens, if something was to happen, you know, you, you also deserve the right to fucking, you know, be taken seriously, you death be taken seriously and your family, uh, you know, be uh, respected and, and you know, investigated properly. So, what are these things you're scrolling through? It looks like all his friends are saying he's killed other people and like overdosed yeah. them and laced things in their whatever they're taking. Yeah, that's what I was. I, I would, yeah, I was scrolling. I mean, read some of that too. But my question is, um, don't they do some like at least some type of uh, 
investigation or at least a little interrogation and to um, whether, you know, just to rule out that this person had died maybe of natural causes or whatever or, you know, or incidental death or or something of that along that line. Aren't they supposed to do that? I don't... I, don't, I mean, I don't know the, those those rules about, or, or procedures, but I think, especially when they rule that or believe that someone died of a natural cause, they really do a thorough autopsy of the body. There's no no need to investigate the cause they believe is natural. There was a case, and I can't remember all the details, but there was a young lady that perished, and the gentleman was laid next to her. So, like. He woke up, she was deceased, and they had taken some type of substance the night before. And he just basically walked out the house and, and left her. And they, they, it took them quite some time to end up arresting him. This, this, I know the case was on the East Coast. I do remember that much about it. So this is super unfortunate because this young lady is local. And that means this young man is most likely local. So he's just out here on the shits. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That sounds like the, the, the plot of the flight attendant. Well, never seen it. HBO, nobody seen that. I think I, I have. I'm trying to remember. Didn't Didn't she wake up and niggas was dead or something? Oh, oh yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. They woke up on the plane. And yeah. Somebody was dead. Yeah. 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 But I think she hooked up with somebody on the plane, and they went back to the hotel room. When she woke up, and they, he was dead. I feel like. I'm trying to remember, but yeah, I, 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 I don't think it was OD, though. I think it was like a slasher type shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, anyway. man, uh, and more importantly, man, you know, hopefully get to a world where, you know, people just go out and have a good time and not have to worry about getting killed or their family members don't have to worry about if they're going to come back home. You know, hopefully we can get to a decent world. But until then, Thanos is right in uh, sending the fucking asteroid. Before we move on, notes mm-hmm. little sis in the first uh, in that first little opening. Mm-hmm. Every female crew has a delegate, okay, and <laughs> and that female crew chose the wrong delegate. I thought it was real. Y'all saying it's a parody, so I'm I'm glad to hear it. Um, but I, I'm thinking about like who my delegate is in my crew. And sis, if you ever get up on the news and gets to telling all that talk, just like sis did in the beginning, we gonna have all sorts of problems. Name names, name names, dude. No, my my sis know who her delegate. You know, I know who my delegate is. She knows your who sister. She is. Oh, you say your sister. I get it now. Oh, triple BCSI on the scene. She gotta get that phone, and she knows she gotta she gotta cry them tears. Okay. Get the fuck off the tears. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Sister, as you said. But moving on to uh, other uh, horrible news. A former Boston police officer and president of the Patrolmen's Association pleads guilty to several charges of rape of a child. Rose had originally pleaded not guilty, but changed his plea to guilty just during a hearing within the past few minutes. At least six victims have come forward alleging that Rose sexually abused them as children in the 1990s. News Center 5's Peter Eliopoulos is on top of the breaking news developments, and he will have much more coming up on News Center. Then blue line. Yep, protected at all costs. Mm. Bitch, show your face. You showed your face when you when you first pled not guilty. Now that you asked, change your damn thing. Show your damn face. <laughs> Bitch, motherfucker. Kick him in his chest. What state? What city is this? Uh, Boston. On my way. See you. <laughs> you on your way? Okay. 
Yep. Hey, one to go. You better be careful. You know the police union is still protecting him. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'll go in stealth. Okay. Uh, a story we covered uh, earlier this year. Uh, we played the video already. A black uh, police officer was pulled over by some other cops who didn't realize that he was a police officer. And, uh, in the video. Yeah, it was video. just like, what, about a month ago or so? We yeah, a couple weeks yeah. ago, I think. Yeah, it went long ago. Yeah, not at all. In the video, I mean, they did. It, it, they were definitely talking, talking told to him. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely not a, a level of respect given to their their brother in blue. And he wasn't he like? Did he outrank them also? Yeah, he was a detective, and they were like yeah, detective, the beat cops. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was a fucking sergeant. Yeah, yeah he, was a sergeant. he was a sergeant. Yeah, I knew. Him, yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. We'll keep we'll keep keep you posted. But yeah, he's uh now he's uh pressing charges uh against the city for racial profiling. Why he just firing? Suing or pressing? What? Or suing? My bad. Suing. Yeah. yeah. Did they say how much for? They did not. Let me see. He should just sue for all of it. All of it. Yeah. And this is a, I mean in the clip it'll be in the show notes. This is a six minute clip. But yeah, like I said, we played the video before of him getting pulled over, and you can kind of yeah. see the disrespect. Kind of even like they they was even a little more disrespectful when they found out they that he outranked them. So that's yeah. crazy at the point that he has to sue and there's no disciplinary action against the police though though the two to stop him. They probably had a day off or something. Probably got to do some paid training in the break room. Yeah, know. of course. You're right. Some shit. Well, the incident shouldn't even happen. I mean, the man didn't even had nothing wrong with his car or anything like that either. So yeah, that's what he pointed out. But we all, but we all know that we all. We, we there all, was something wrong with that car. What was wrong with it? I had a black man driving. He was driving it. Oh, <laughs> he's right. You right. It was a fucking police car. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a plain car. I think it was a. I think it was a. Yeah, it, it wasn't identified as a police car. I believe it was like a town car or something. Yeah, but but. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I don't know if we can say we all can, but I know I've been put over a few times where it's just a fishing expedition to see if they can get something on a nigga. And it's, speaking, it's, sure. speak, speaking of which, do you see that uh, that video I posted earlier? Oh, which one? Police officer pulling over the uh, the young black man. Oh, I'm not playing that. <laughs> I'm not playing that, dog. Because that is straight to hell. <laughs> straight to hell. I'm like, hey, bro. If I, oh, if that, I play, play that video, I might as well me. I might just jump out this motherfucker window onto this homeless man that's outside yelling outside of me right now. <laughs> Come on, man. How the atheists gonna talk about we going straight to hell, man? Come on, stop uh, that. Hey, I, hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Here, yeah, yeah. okay. We're, yeah, this is the video Joe wants us to play. It, it made me mad and laugh at the same time. I hate it. <laughs> They pull you over, Byron. Stop the car. <laughs> what the fuck? Got your ID? <laughs> Indeed. Got it. Young man, do you know how fast you were going? I need your identification. God damn it. Fuck I'll it. be right back, okay? Thank you. These niggas pulling over radio. And this nigga Joe. <laughs> 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 I don't know how the mama thought that shit was cute. That's what I'm trying to figure Bro, out. She need to be ran over. Like, what is cute uh, about this? I don't understand why she would want to do this. I don't to her understand kid. it. I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, that shit, 
trigger, man. I don't think mandated reporters need to start reporting. That's child that shit was like a that was shit was like one of them little them little reels on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, how is this fucking circulating? Like this shit's cool. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Why is what is happening? Why? Why? I just kept saying what's what happening is, else, is grooming. That's what's happening. Right. Oh. is sitting on his throne looking at this shit and he, saying, what the fuck? He gonna grow up to be the police house mascot? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Right. They got me. I tell them hands attended to. You know what I'm saying? Don't <laughs> keep the bass out your voice. <laughs> These are the things you need to know. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. It, it, it go along and get along. As soon as, as, soon as you uh, get get an idea, as soon as it's over with. Obviously, mm-hmm. if this is a six year old, obviously the child has special needs. Yes. That's why I said they pulling over radio. Yes. <laughs> that, that was the that was this is baby this is baby radio. Something wrong with you, man. I'm sorry. When I saw this, I was like, first of all, fuck his mama. Second of all, why are they fucking with baby radio? Hold on, wait a minute, man. It's just not for some reason I was thinking radio Raheem. No, no, no. That's a good one, coach. That's a good one, coach. After I see the video, you said it. I realized you was talking about radio. <laughs> nope, that was. Uh, uh, Fucking fuck the radio. <laughs> That's a good one, coach. That's a good one, coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, yeah, radio. This is a wrap up. There you go. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. We gotta get yes. Okay, okay, I got it. Uh, it's Joe's fault. Oh, shit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what this mom's thinking. Like, she was not thinking, man. Hey, 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 here's your ID. Go, go. Right. Thanks, thanks to the officer for playing along. Like, man, he, the officer should have felt bad. He should have been like, oh, come on, man. Nah, they don't do that. They think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this is quote unquote good press for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. That was community, a that's community relations yeah, right there. Community <laughs> relations. Right. We pulling over niggas <laughs> at bay. Right. Uh, okay. Um, good news, bad news, good news. Inmate convicted of murdering Tyler killed in prison assault, official says. Sometimes it be on people. A North Carolina prisoner convicted of murdering a toddler was killed after he was assaulted by a number of offenders Tuesday afternoon. Officials said that definitely sound like uh, the COs that this nigga get his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, this is a baby killer. And he just spread the word around that, oh, yeah, that's that baby killer right there. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, stop killing people, especially babies, nigga. Right. Not a good look. Not a good look. No. Uh, voter fraud charges dropped against Black Lives Matter activist Pamela Moses. All right. Okay. They dropped all charges uh, against 44-year-old Pamela Moses, a Black Lives Matter activist who was unlawfully convicted of illegal voter rest- uh, registration in 2019. On April 22nd, Moses, who was really facing six, damn, six years in prison for felony charges, had her sentence overturned. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good shit. I mean, you know, they try to get a, you know, I remember when that, we, I, I'm pretty sure we covered it when it happened. Um, but, you know, they be trying to pin whatever, they try to find whatever they can try to find on uh, Black Lives Matter and, you know, the people involved with it and shit. Yep. Agreed. So, 
I'm glad to see that that one didn't stand. Yep. Speaking of not standing, uh, hey, Elon Musk is behind Twitter, y'all. Oh, he was. Oh, he might be. Or it's not quite sure yet. Because I got to see on it. Breaking news uh, today <laughs> or yesterday, uh, Elon Musk probably won't buy Twitter. So everybody stand down. Don't leave Twitter. These niggas are going to leave Twitter. Out of here. Talking about that shit. Four years ago, Elon Musk vowed to sell. Most as he could. That's what it sounds like. I don't know. He get crazy. I, I, he's just a weird motherfucker. I was hearing reports that Twitter was a loser in terms of uh, like financially. Money. Financially, yeah. I heard. Financially, like it might eight, be. Eight, yeah. Eight out of the last ten years, they had uh, fallen short. Yep. Right. So. Yep. I mean, well, I mean, I yeah. I mean, it's it's a model that yeah, it's hard to make money on. For them to make more money on, I would see. I would guess, but yeah, I don't know. And then the thing about it is, though, isn't Twitter Twitter banned in China, and that's where he does most of his businesses in China? Uh, At least that's what I read. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Uh, he was he was doing that. He was probably doing that to fuck with people, man. Like, yeah, I think just flexing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they had a whole little a whole little post about him saying he was gonna buy shit and delete it, so everybody could go into a full panic. Hmm. He should invest in Truth Social. What'd you say? He should, he should invest in Truth Social. <laughs> Isn't that true? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's him and uh, Devin Nunez. You know Devin Nunez and good old Donald Trump. Yeah, so you can, they don't tweet, they, they truth. They truth. <laughs> Is that what they call it for real? That's what they call it. Wow. Yeah. That's cute. That's that bullshit right there. It's going to be huge. Uh, huge. Okay. Huge. 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 Well, good for him. Good for him. Hey, I don't know if y'all been keeping up with this, uh, this uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Let's, let's get some. Uh, what is this? Ooh, new body cam footage. So, yeah. First of all, I would say tell we're talking about because maybe everybody's keep up with it. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard finally reached a divorce settlement after a uh, kind of messy, you know, messy because it was just put on public display for everyone to see. You, yeah. You got to hear about a woman. I thought it was messy because she shit in his bed. Yeah, that messy because he shit in the bed, yeah. In the bed. That, she's blood all over the... There's a lot of blood, too. So. A lot of blood, that's a lot messy. of shit. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. He. Wait a minute. He shit no, in the bed. No, she shit. No, no she, she did. She shit in the bed. No, she's wild. She's wild as fuck, bro. She's wild as fuck. Yeah, she. But he knew that. She, she wouldn't say wild. I don't know if he knew. No, I don't think he knew. I don't think, I he, think knew. he knew. She was no, that. Old. Maybe, uh, maybe not. Know. The, yeah, maybe not. Wait, the, wait, wait, wait. I'm still stuck. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the shit in the bed. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, she climbed um, in the bed and shit on the pillow. Yeah. On his pillow, yeah, yeah. on his pillow. Sober? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not sober. Instead of lay your head on my pillow, put your shit on my pillow. <laughs> put your shit on my pillow. That's nasty, dog. Don't just wipe. Don't wipe. Don't. You should have did it like the dog and rub a face in it. This is all bad. Well, see, and that's the thing. He was accused of uh, cheating. Yep. 
Go ahead. She accused him of being abusive mm-hmm. uh, in a relationship. Yep. When the facts are coming out, nah, she was the abusive one. Like, she cut his finger off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But she didn't say abusive. She threw, she, a bo- she threw a bottle at his hand. She threw a bottle at him. It, it hit his hand. And charged the glass, t- cut off the tip of his uh, finger. Well, God damn. Well, hold on, Joe. This is what she says. Our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, <laughs> but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for, for financial gain. There was never any tent of physical or emotional harm. Amber wishes the best for Johnny in the future. Amber will be donating financial proceeds from the divorce to a charity. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's wild shit about that because uh, he was sending money to the charity yeah. through an intermediary. And they were like, nah, it needs to come to me first. So, oh man, the whole shit is wild. They were married for like 15 months and she's getting like 10 million in the settlement. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Like, like, like she was out there as Captain Jack Sparrow's stunt double or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Hey, <laughs> internship. That's what she did. Yeah, man. Hey, internship. 15 right. months? Yeah, that's a good 15 months of work right there, baby. Yeah. Sure. So, oh, there's a whole bunch of audio on her just wilding the fuck out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he probably liked that, but you know, she, she, she was going a little bit, yeah, a lot more further than he was expecting. You know well, I, I, yeah, like I, I'm saying, it's like any relationship. I think in the beginning, it's one thing, mm-hmm. and it turned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh, my finger shitting in the bed. That is definitely, that's definitely that definitely that motherfucker made you turn. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, bitch, you gotta leave. <laughs> Hold on here. On the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard $50 million defamation trial. Welcome, everyone, to Entertainment Tonight. Can we just be honest? We can't look away. Oh, no. No, not at all. The he said, she said testimony zeroing in on one big question. Was Amber a victim of domestic violence? This, as some famous faces, address the court. What is your understanding of why Mr. Depp lost Pirate Six? It was related to the accusations that Amber has made. Yeah, and we forget about that part, too. This nigga has lost some roles and some money due to all this shit. Right, yeah. Damn. Because there was a big canceled Johnny Depp push in the beginning of the trial even kicked off. Yeah, so, yeah. Thanos, send it. Yeah, um, I don't know. What's up? I don't know if we talk enough about like we t- we had episode toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is toxic is toxic femininity a thing? I think sure. I, Why not? I, I'm not gonna go there for that one, but I don't even know if hers is toxic femininity. That's just craziness. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna say toxic toxic yeah, humanity she's is a toxic thing. person. Yeah, yeah. I think to normalize men being victims of domestic violence as well, you know, because mm-hmm. she sounded like she was way, way out of pocket. And she's trying to blame, you know, some mental health concerns, but people got mental health concerns and don't do half of the shit she did. So, right. yeah, right. like, you know, she was she was the abuser in that situation. Right. But I, yeah. I kind of get what Abuser Joe. and trying to take advantage of the situation now monetarily. Right. Mm-hmm. But I kind of get what Joe was saying, though, too. I mean, I don't know what you would call it, but there, especially in this 
this world we live in, which is for good reasons, because as more women come forward and stories are told and, you know, we're being told or needle pushes out, believe women first. And I think there are some women who are using that to gain a foothold. They're using their, the, 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 the rush or push to believe women at all costs. So I guess femininity. Right. And, and in turn, men who get falsely accused are suffering. But on the back end, no one is kind of like, okay, that's right. That, that, this, we're hearing about this because they're famous. But there are times when someone's not famous, you hear the, the initial report of this happened, and then when it comes out not to be true, it kind of doesn't make the, the, the news. The fact that it wasn't true. No, she, literally, she literally, she literally and, and this is what I'm saying, um, the, the male-female role in a relationship, uh, she has basically assaulted him. And she she told him that, who's going to believe you? You're a white right. male. You're a rich white male. Nobody's, nobody's going to believe you. You know what I'm saying? So she was able to use her position as the woman in the relationship right. to leverage uh, against him and do some so really femininity. If you want to, If you want to put a label on it, sure. I don't have a problem with that. Uh oh. Uh oh. No, I don't know. You know, if other people do, that's fine. But I don't. You know. Well, well look, Kim, I don't see why I, 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 can't I, be Hold on, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Come on, now. let's hear about some feminism. See, I'm a clinician, so I'm looking at her from a different, different mindset. Like she's presenting that someone who says she's like patriotic. Now, I don't want to go around talking about toxic femininity because that, you know, I don't know what the operational definition is based off of what you said. It does sound like yeah, it could be valid, but I think. She's presenting on a whole different level of shit. Like, you know, I like to call it and keep it keep it real, real clean. That man was a victim of domestic violence. I want to normalize that for the men folk out there that's getting hit up financially, hit up physically, hit up emotionally, because that's you know that, that's all bullshit. But yeah, I mean, working off of the definition you gave, yeah, maybe yeah, it could be toxic femininity because she's using her feminine roles to sway the larger public. But see. In the clinician world, we call that histrionic personality disorder, where you use your feminine woes to uh, change the perception of of how you could be viewed. So yeah, she she I mean, but so I you're think saying she, that there's already a definition, a clinical definition for yeah. her actions, basically. Yeah, and is that is so? I forget what. Can you say the name of it again, real quick, please? Uh, histrionic personality disorder. Okay. Is that just applied to women, or is that applied to men also? No, men can be men can be histrionic as well. Okay. Uh, so is, there, is, there a, is there a clinical definition for toxic masculinity? Toxic is that a clinical ma- uh, definition? I guess it's not a clinical defin- It's not a clinical phrase. Um, yeah. So it's more like a popular culture phrase. So you may have started something. Heard it first on Brothers Breaking Bread podcast. Toxic okay. femininity, but. Um, DSA. But no, yeah, there is a clinical definition for histrionic, though. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just, uh, we, we, we at the Brothers Breaking Bread believe in the same energy, and and I feel like if we're gonna, if what's good for the goose should be good for the gander as well, you know. When 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 he's flinching when you raise your hand in public, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So what's she uh what's she dating um. What's she dating uh, Elon Musk to? I'm not sure. I don't know that. I, I feel like I saw that she was dating Elon Musk, and Musk was out in public with a scar on his cheek. Wow. Damn. 
<laughs> they did show her hand busted up in one of those uh, in one of those pictures. Like her knuckles and stuff was like nice and puffy. I gotta. I'm gonna look that Elon Musk thing up though. Yeah, that's hey. Well, yeah, well, you know, good for them. That's probably why. That's probably why he didn't buy Twitter. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, it's like I don't do that shit. Uh, oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean. I, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'll, hey, look, I'll sell SpaceX too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just stop hitting me. Anyway. <laughs> well, no, but you know, good for him in that divorce. All right. Uh, good news. Stuff. Real good news this time. Uh, uh, school in the local area. Um, U.S. News ranks KCK High School best in Kansas among top top 50 in the nation. Uh, Sumner Academy of Arts and Sciences was ranked by U.S. News as the number one high school uh, in Kansas and ranked 32, wow, in the nation. Uh, Whoa! Rank, their rankings include data on nearly 24,000 public, public high schools in 50 states in the District of Columbia. Nearly 18,000 schools are ranked on six factors based on their performance on state assessments and how well they prepare students for college. Sumner School was... Uh, was a segregated school for black students from 1905 to 1978. Damn, I didn't know it was that recent. Uh, it was named Sumner, uh, Sumner in honor of Charles Sumner, 1811-1884, uh, who was a member of the United States Senate and who was a very strong abolitionist who fought for the rights of black people. Cool. Radical Republican. Yeah. Yeah, I did not, I did not know um, that. Until, uh, to 1978. I did not know that. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Good fucking shit. Yeah, um... Congratulations to them. I know school in my backyard that a couple of our co-hosts here have gone to Lincoln has been ranked pretty high on this list before. Um, I don't know. I have, I have, I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm bitter. You're bitter? <laughs> I'm bitter. Well, it, bitter, but it's a Lincoln Prep is mentioned. Nice. It's mentioned at the bottom of the article, Lincoln Prep is. The car, the cars are stacked in your favor, so that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder. I don't know what all the ranking statistics are, but just seeing that it's based on how you score on the tests, uh, or how students are scoring on the tests, and how you prepare for kids for college, that just already is like, okay, only certain schools are gonna be even mm-hmm. put into yeah. this list. When you take a whole community and you skim the top ten percent off the top. And then put them in one building, and then give the other ninety whatever you know what I'm saying is left over. They should be in the top, whatever in the country. That's the thing. That's the playing the numbers. But that's not even saying, and it's not even that the teachers may be doing anything great. You've already got the top cream of the crop. That's right. right. The teachers, the teachers went to the same damn schools we went to. No. Mm -hmm. So well, fuck y'all, something academy and y'all ranking. No, <laughs> that's basically what we're saying. Hold on, you said I was uh, I was I was uh, <laughs> tied up kid. for a second. You said Lincoln Prep was on there. Was on there. Lincoln has been. I don't know about. Well, no, they were they were mentioned in the U.S. News ranking, award. but I know they haven't passed. It probably was. How do those? There. How do those? Yeah. Hey, how do those? How do those kids get sent? Like, are they like literally just zoned to that school, or are they like placing them in that school specifically? It is a magnet school. Yep. Okay. It, or, or signature school. So basically, they have Sumner has probably access to the entirety of the KCK um, the school district. School district. Mm-hmm. And so anybody that tests in can gotcha. go. And if you fall behind the standard, they demit you. Yeah, gotcha. And so same thing is uh, the case with Lincoln High School for a couple of our 
fellow members here. Um, so yeah, yeah Lincoln Press likes that. Yeah. I said in the last five years or so, Lincoln has been ranked very highly on. I don't know if it's the U.S. News list, but definitely they're ranked number one in the state and pretty high in the country. So, so what, what you're saying is those stats shouldn't be surprising. No, they should not. That's, be. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck them kids. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I was going. I'm gonna watch my palate. I'm gonna watch radio get arrested again. I need to watch. That's your ID. All right, I'm. Good. I'm back. Uh, Texas high school policy banning braided or twisted hair has stopped the team from attending school. His mom says. Nothing makes uh, Diary Williams feel more like himself than his hair, which he has proudly worn in twist braids and locks all his life. It's part of his identity and direct connection to his ancestors. But Williams' locks became an issue after the 17-year-old moved from Cincinnati, Ohio, to East Bernard, 50 miles outside of Houston, Texas, in February. His new school's dress code policy stated that braided hair or cornrows would not be allowed, a policy that went against his very sense of self. 2022. Can we revisit some of these books, please? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, I mean, it makes sense, though, because uh, East Bernard, where it's located, uh-huh. is literally still stuck in 1962. Is that a private school, AC? No, East Bernard is a small um, a small community outside of Houston, um, maybe 30, 40 miles or something like that. Um, and it's very... It's, it's, Close to a sundown town, mm. to that type of vibe. So, um, yeah, it's not surprising when you hear when you hear that story. Because uh, in there, like, is that where the Imperial uh, Sugar Company operates out of? <laughs> actually, no, that's in Houston. <laughs> that's actually in Houston. Uh, Same neck of the woods, right off, right off of Highway 59. That is in Houston. Yeah, but. And this reminds me, uh, I think it had to be in the middle of a week. So I kind of forgot about it, but I was annoyed. I was in the cafeteria, and one time I didn't have my headphones, and I was sad that I didn't. But there was, like, some woman, like, sitting there next to me, which talked to her co-worker. And, of course, they were just like, some came on about the kind of this Crown Act thing made me think about it. Like, we got senators wasting time trying to pass bills so people can wear hairdos. And I'm like, people just don't get it. There's more to it than that. A lot of yeah. I know a lot of people find identity, you know, you know, in their hair, you know, and you know, and depend on mm-hmm. what your family background is. I mean, that's a, a cultural thing for some of these families. And it's just, I mean, I think even even more so than that, man. It's like what's ridiculous is that legislation actually has to be passed to protect right. that shit. Right. In the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It shouldn't. It shouldn't even be that big of a fucking issue. It shouldn't even be. You know. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be like a deal. your politicians shouldn't have to spend time doing. The people shouldn't have to push their politicians to spend time doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because it shouldn't be an issue in the first place. For people asking, uh, last month the U.S. House of Representatives passed the Crown Act, which stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. That's cute. And seeks to protect against bias based based on hair texture and protective styles, including locks, cornrows, twists, braids, bantu knots, and uh, afros. It's 2022. The niggas hating afros? Come on. Well, this is, yeah, like you said, it's crazy, though, that there's a whole paragraph here that goes to the Crown Act and that it passed the House, and now Cory Booker's trying to sponsor during Dylan Senate. I'm sure that'll go just right. right. But, yeah, 
Okay. Well, they just need to do it soon. Yeah, I remember that lady sitting next to me just belittling the fact. And this, you know, because, of course, you, Susie, Su- Susie Joe and Susie Bobby, you know, ain't nobody fucking with you, you know, and your, your hairstyle. But as soon as a nigga wear a, a twist one, one lock of hair, then all of a sudden we got to shut down the track meet. We got to shut down the wrestling events. We got to do all this other shit. Right. Yeah, I mean, we done had uh, instances of people cutting cutting off uh, students' locks, like yeah. before a game, before a basketball game, or before a wrestling match and shit like that. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Literally, like forcing these motherfuckers to cut their locks. Like that's crazy. Yep. You know what I'm Agreed. I'd be interested to see who all of that's included in. Is that going to be in every public business, public things, private things, state? Let me see here. National, federal things like I'm just curious what that bill is going to look like that they're trying to pass through. Me too. Well, I know one thing: if you have any federal contracts, you know you got to change your tune. Yeah, that's cool. got to be federal a, contracts. There's got to be a 14th Amendment equal protection clause somewhere in there, man. Because I mean, that's that's discriminatory on its face. Yep. Yep. Man, I don't know. Now I would be in favor of a law preventing white people from getting locks. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I would be in favor of that. Sir, I think that needs to be instant, instant retroactively everything. They're like, taking ev- they're taking everything. Like, they're trying to take everything. Like as soon as you start locking it up, fucking Caesar from fucking Planet of the Apes just comes out of the sky and just starts beating your fucking <laughs> chest in. immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Is that, yeah. Oh my god. Fucking please stop. Just in touch with nature, bro. Just na- mother nature, bro. And shut your. They just never look clean. Shut your dirty ass up. And go wash your feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. About to get anti-racist on this show. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move to something uh, funny. I think uh, Joe. I think Joe brought this to the group, and uh, yeah, had me had me cooking. You've probably already seen this picture of Ariana Grande doing her best breakfast at Tiffany's, but let's play a game I like to call Celebrities I Like Better When They Were Problematically Pretending to Be Black. The first thing to understand about white people presenting as a different race for profit is that it's literally what this country is founded on, a.k.a. the Boston Tea Party, baby. It's a classic. It's a classic. And it was so popular, you know, that it continued on through minstrel shows, which were super-duper popular back in their day. In their heyday, they were the most popular form of entertainment. I'd like to give a quick shout-out to the Keep America Beautiful campaign featuring Iron Eyes Cody, because, yes, that is a whole-ass white man. As time went on, though, it got less and less acceptable to just... Oh, no. Oh no, the internet straight is- up pretend to be a different race, so people got more and more subtle with it. Oh, oh. Hold on. Oh no, the T Mobile's hating. Okay, hold up. Let's go. No <laughs> The good part has- that don't sound good. Huh? Oh, T Mobile is hating. Oh no 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 no. You've gone too far, T Mobile. Look like it crashed. They shutting us down. Yeah, start po- pointing out white people acting like black folks. Who who said it? Who said it? Ah, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we might not. Oh man, hold up. What are we doing, baby? What is we doing? Yeah, I don't think it's coming back. Huh. Uh, yeah, that was hilarious. 
Okay, so that video is playing. So let's go here. Stop for a second. Okay, yeah. Certain things to decide not to load. All right, that's what we're doing. All right. Well, that's the show. Thanks for coming, everybody. Hold on. Wait a minute. There we go. All right. You want to pay that $200 in incidentals to get the good internet at the hotel? I, hey, it come with it. Like it's that, that quote-unquote good hotel. The good internet, yeah, nothing was loaded when I tried to use that bullshit, so I had to use my phone. So, yeah, I'm charged. I'm going to charge ACA for my, my using my hotspot, bastard. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, that's it then. Um, do, 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 do. There y'all go. We back. Right, the tab's been tabulated. Y'all can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe I can't believe this. Oh man, the internet just said, uh uh-uh. uh. I, I I think you're the only one that's not at home, actually. Yeah, now. Well, soon. I'm about, <laughs> I'm about getting this bed before I go to this fucking nine o'clock dinner that we're supposed to be having. I'm like, nigga, I am old. And I gotta get up at five in the morning to catch this flight, so yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a to-go box, bro. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> all that. All right then, man. Sorry about that, y'all. Yeah. I guess the I guess the uh, the uh, Twitter, the, not Twitter, the uh, podcast guys. It seems uh, fit for us to get off now. Anything to add? Anyone? Any caveats out there? I think what it is, we saw. Uh... Little boy get pulled over and you called him radio and they was like, "No, that's about nah, that's, 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 yeah, that's, okay. that's that's it. Roger, they probably did it. Roger can reach this quota for the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's only going to go that's downhill it. from here. We're done. It's only going down. <laughs> oh wait a minute. They probably that's it. it probably took them a minute because they probably were like, "Radio, like radio Raheem." Huh? Then I had to Google that shit, right? Yeah, they were like me. Oh, wait a minute! It was a delayed reaction. Did he call this right. nigga that little boy from the football? No, 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 <laughs> no! It cannot. <sighs> no. All right, all right. That's enough Shut bandwidth down. for you, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy though that Skype and everything is still hanging in there, but yeah, it's crazy. Ain't load. The rest of the end, yeah. Yeah. Man, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. We got a, we got an hour in, so I appreciate y'all. This uh midday for me kinda heading to the evening for y'all. I appreciate y'all working that in. Man, all to the good, bro. All to the good. So man, anything else out there before we get out of here? Nah man, uh, just have right. a safe flight, bro. I will. All yeah, right. Please be safe. You I jump pre- in the pilot seat if you got to. Hey, hey. I always bet on black, nigga. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, once again, man, thank y'all for y'all time, man. Lady Lavender, uh, we're going to figure out a name. Miss Kim, 10 meters. Zeb the Soldier, Slim AC, Half of the Buzz of Doom, Joe Jeff. I am the KC Stork. Buzz Breaking Bread with they sisters. We out. Seeing this, and you've probably already seen this picture of Ariana Grande doing her best breakfast at Tiffany's, but let's play a game I like to call Celebrities I Like Better When They Were Problematically Pretending to Be Black. The first thing to understand about white people presenting as a different race for profit is that it's literally what this country is founded on, a.k.a. the Boston Tea Party, baby. It's a classic. It's a classic. And it was so popular, you know, that it continued on for minstrel shows, which were super-duper popular back in their day. In their heyday, they were the most popular form of entertainment. I'd like to give a quick shout-out to the Keep America Beautiful campaign featuring Iron Eyes Cody because, yes, that is a whole-ass white man. 
as time went on, though, it got less and less acceptable to just straight up pretend to be a different race, so people got more and more subtle with it. Shout out to my boy Copy and Paste over here. One thing that you need to understand going into this video is that this video is of absolutely zero intellectual merit and just has to do with a long-running joke that I've been doing for 10 years that Ariana Grande has absolutely stepped the game up on. So let's start with my boy JT. Fun fact, I fucking hate Justin Timberlake. He is a menace to society. I still remember watching the Super Bowl with my mom and seeing Janet Jackson's titty pop out. My mom saying, well, they've embarrassed us in front of China under the assumption that China, for whatever reason, watched the Super Bowl. But he doesn't have a single album as good as this one where he rode Timberland's coattails to the top and became the only member of NSYNC whose name we remember. And then he rebranded as white because, you know, that's what they all do. Or when Miley Cyrus took credit for twerking and then dropped a rap hip-hop pop album. And then one year later said that she wasn't very interested in rap because all they did was talk about money and drugs. And then she rebranded as white because, you know... Well, they all do. Ah, shit, wrong picture. Or when Justin Bieber went from boy pop star to hanging out with Little Twist and dropping a pseudo-rap hip-hop R&B album, and then rebranded as white because that's what they all do, except for one who is above them all. See, this is where Ariana Grande ascends to God level. So, she starts out as your typical white teen star of that era, and then she transitioned to becoming as ethnically ambiguous as you fucking can. To this day, people still do not know that she is not mixed or Latin or anything. But basically, she's so good at singing. She has such a beautiful singing voice that we just let her coast and we're all chill with it. We're so cool with it that we let her sing at Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin's funeral. And nobody bats an eye. This is where she truly ascends to God-tier, unimaginable, S-tier rank shit. This shit is impossible. The crazy mix-up. I'm, I'm talking hot sauce and one mixtape crossover break your ankle level shit. And smoothly transitions from black to Asian in a master move, God-tier shit right here. From white to Hispanic to black to Asian. This shit is unthinkable. No one has attempted this level of play since Gwen Stefani was making songs with Slim Thug and Andre 3000 all while paying four Asian women to hang around her at all times while never speaking English. So... Shout out to her. This is God tier shit. You had uh, that's fucked up. That video was funny too. Damn it! Especially when he get, when he get on uh, the singer. Oh man! Uh, and that shit, hey, that shit went that shit went right along with the uh, the white post address thing, bro. Yes, it did. No, that's why <laughs> that, I was like, that shit yes. was perfect timing. Yes, because he he get to that area of the grind day, nigga. I was like, I was at work dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I don't care. I don't care how long. So we definitely, definitely playing this motherfucker. Hey man, see that? So. This is God level tier one. God shit right level here, tier one shit right here, bro. I said, <laughs> hey, it's like a kid at a fucking <laughs> going down the hill, <laughs> just screaming down the hill, nigga. <laughs> God level tier oh, one. Man, shit. Shit. <laughs> All right, dude, man. I'm a uh, shit. I need to have a pre-dinner meal because I ain't going to make it till 9 o'clock. It is. <laughs> Your boy is fat. I need my food. Yeah, it's 2 o'clock. Yeah, y'all yeah, y'all 2.15 out there. Bro, my body is still. Y'all eating, at, y'all eating at 9? Yeah, that's late as fuck. I don't, that's I, 11 o'clock, bro. Yeah, they. That's the, with the, the invite. I thought the invite was like stuck on because initially when I came here, they sent me a dinner request in the calendar. The guy forgot to adjust it. So he came back and said, oh, it's a 6.30 dinner that we had Friday. That's why we couldn't, you know, podcast, whatever. And then right, right, right. I get the invite for today. And I was like, hey, man, this should say 9 PDT, nigga. We really meeting at 9 o'clock? <laughs> or is it 9, you know? Pacific time. Nigga. Yeah, I said, yeah. oh, he said, yeah, that's the time. So I was like, because I, I think what's happening is they, they quote, unquote, dinner, but just going to probably gathering with drinks or whatever. 
there are a lot yes. of uh, like the big, especially today. There are a lot of physicians who are going to be there who are presenting like a lot of uh, uh, data and research and studies like that, you know. So they're going to be doing that shit till probably about seven, eight o'clock. So I'm like, I get it, but it's it's California. It's probably like keeping the sandwiches anyway. So hey, I'm, I'm like John Coffee out here. I'm tired, boss. Ew! If somebody says they're giving you dinner, it needs to be real food. Right. <laughs> that, I, that's fine. That late? I don't know, man. That's fine. I'm just saying what the end might say. I just like I'm tired, boss. Tired. How 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 was how was the gathering with the Indian overlords? Oh, that's tonight. That's where I'm going. That's yeah, I think yeah. Yesterday. Oh, so what, what, okay, I thought I thought what guys know yesterday. No, yesterday was a it was a uh, dinner uh, brought to by. It's like a uh, there it's Abbott, so I don't mean that you. So it's like oh, okay. the so second the Abbott, second Abbott. market share as far yeah. as like uh, mapping uh, systems and also device company. Whereas BioSense Webster, they just oh, so you might you might get some you might get some non tonight there, huh? Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm eating, I'm eating. That's why I say I'm, I'm some. Uh, what else they got? I feel like as Indian doctors, they're gonna try to give the most non-Indian food though. I probably would, because that, yeah. that'd be that'd be typical. Yeah. yeah. So they gotta be. I feel like it would be nice if it was the niggas nam and non group getting together. <laughs> yeah. <There you> <laughs> I can see the podcast. Hey, I just set my shit up in the show. I just set my shit up right in the middle of the party. Hello, hello, Roger. Hello, I am on the brothers breaking bread. I break the non with you, brothers. Niggas, non. No me, no me, Thank you, Roger, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Negro, I'm in there. I cannot say the first part, so I would just say the nomi non part, and then you say the, the other word. I cannot say the first part. That's pretty bad. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd have stayed with one in the holster, bitch. Oh, you know, come on. You know, you know, that, you know that's Andy, get your gun over there. Come on now. Hell yeah. Oh man! She, she, hey, she, hey, if she was there at Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that was, them, a, them, that them was an Oakley Annie shot. Yeah, if she was there at Pearl Harbor, them planes would never made it fucking down. Dead shot over here, man. Niggas, nomin. What's she say, niggas? Nomin. That's beautiful, man. It ain't gonna get no better than that. It ain't gonna get no better than that. I'm out of here. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right, thank you, man. Y'all be peaceful, man. Enjoy your dinner. Oh, thank you. Right, dinner, yeah, man, not even dinner. dinner Enjoy your second dinner. Yeah, it's gonna be second. Like it's gonna be second meal for you, boy. Yeah. You know how I do. Nine o'clock, and I ain't ate nothing. I'll yeah. be. Sla- I'll be like your third dinner. At that I'll point. be slapping. I'll be slapping the Indians by eight since then. There'll be Indians getting slapped. All right. Yeah. It blew my mind. They have uh, dispensaries like in the mall. Oh yeah. Like we oh, like yeah. you know even like. The one I went to in Illinois is like, you know, they still just out in the fucking out by, the book, by yeah. railroad track or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like wrong side of right. town type shit. But this right. shit, I was like in the mall and it was like, oh, oh wow. There's there's a week. It, it, it looks like a Barnes and Noble too, the way it's set up. <laughs> they got like books and all kind of shit out for you to read. And on the wall it just happens to be different varieties of weed. Wow. <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, it's a... Uh, What's the candy shop we used to go to back in the day? You go get your... Oh, damn. That was oh, in the shit. mall. What was the name of that mall? God damn it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, like, can't forget, a, I can't remember it. Right? It's it's yeah, it was an adult uh, candy shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. What up, Joe? What up, what up, what up? Oh, man. AC in the house. What's good? Nothing much. Oh, man. She was just chilling. Oh, man. Didn't you know, Nigga, you know that's why Mike Tyson was going to California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he got his own, yeah, he got his own little spot. Yeah. Yep. That nigga's a mogul. Yeah, he uh, on, on his uh, hot box with Mike, he be getting uh-huh. blown. You ever, you ever watch this to the podcast? Yes, he be lit. Ooh, ooh. I was like, ooh, I, I just want to come be in the room and smell it. <laughs> I know that shit. Be the one with be real. Uh, oh, no, not shit. yet. I haven't seen that one yet. One would be real. They hot box, but it's a hot box in the car, so they oh. literally roll the windows up and get fucked up oh. and talk rappers and. Yeah, oh, man, John, yeah, he be, ooh, he be tore down. Pause that. <laughs> ooh, excuse me, but no, nah, man, man, we was up till. Because my body still hasn't adjusted, so it it still feel felt like it was like two, three in the morning, and we went yeah. to some place called the Speakeasy. You gotta like knock on the door. They open up a clock, nigga. You go. It, it's a cool concept, like a Speakeasy. But yeah, and you go right. up to this little back room where they got a bar and it's all dark and shit. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And we you was partying in Dubai, up. huh? So what's up? You was partying in Dubai? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we was, yeah. Your drink is halfway full. Have another. I'm like, look, man, I still need to walk back. <laughs> oh, it is Zeb the soldier. What's happening? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Now I think about it, like, full circle, my night ended the way my day started. My day started at the cannabis shop. The speakeasy was right across the street from the cannabis shop. I didn't realize it. That's how well hidden the, the little bar is. Wow. I came out. I was like, wait a minute. That's the weed shop I was at this morning. Huh. <laughs> Get the Larry David music. Hate that song, man. Oh, you should just embrace it. Don't hate. Just embrace it. Just embrace it, dog. That's a bit of a song, man. Yeah, just, just embrace it. Just embrace it. Oh shit. So, yeah. The hell you been on? You been on your baseball shit? Uh, a little bit. What's up? You know what you know about Jeremy Pena? Jeremy Pena? Yeah. Nah, I picked him. Was he uh, in Houston or something? Yeah, check him out. He's a uh, Carlos Carrera's replacement, bro. Oh, new shortstop there. Rookie. Or living up, living up to the, living up to the replacement status so far. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Legit. He went to Minnesota, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. He, he legit though. He legit, man. Okay. What? Oh, oh who's that? Oh, uh, short. Okay, okay. So he over here with. Uh... It's your boy Altuve. Yep. He look. He actually kind of low key looks like a young Carlos Correa. It's funny. It's it's crazy. Uh, okay. Was uh was he uh drafted or was he uh? Yeah, they had him. So they had him in the uh they had him in the um they had him in you know their their D leagues their minor leagues or whatever um and they were like instead of you know picking up a, a veteran replacement it's like no nah, we gonna go with the house we betting on the house. No I, no, I get that. I'm asking. Um, oh, was he drafted by them? Yeah, I'm what, not. What's his pedigree? Was he taking out the Dominican or somewhere? No, no, he was drafted, but I'm not sure if he was drafted by them or they acquired him. You know. Gotcha. 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 All right, I'm gonna check it out. Check it out. 
Now he legitimate so far. I mean, it's still early, but right now he, he you know, he, he doing, he doing good shit. Okay. Okay. You want your little segment talk about uh, Astros baseball? Uh, we'll we'll get there when when we do another baseball segment. I, I, I feel like you need some support, so I'm gonna be there with you. It was actually a jab at me. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was it was legit. No, no, no. From jail. I want to be the one sided. You know, talk about like, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, from Joe. That wasn't a jab. I don't think that Because you know how, how I am about baseball. It's just not my favorite sport. Hey, man, it, was this just for the check? Hey, we, me and AC have a conversation. I ain't got shit to do with you. What the fuck you talking about, bro? <laughs> hey. Yeah, hey, do we, do we, is this for the, for the chat group or are we playing this video radio getting pulled over? <laughs> huh? We, we need to play that ghost face song, though, man. The, uh, All that I got is you. <laughs> oh, and I'm so thankful. That's the one. Man, my yeah, my internet might be etchy because I'm uh I try to use the using phone. hotel. No, I I, I try to use the hotel. That shit was slow, so I'm on my phone. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can any of y'all listen to uh, The Bridge with Nas, the podcast? I know. Nas, it's good. And it's like, you know, little 30-minute episodes. And he interviewed, he interviewed, like, the legends. Like, this nigga just did an interview with Snoop. Um, about some shit. Like, I didn't know that the reason DMX made Get At Me, Dog was because of Snoop. Hmm. Like literally, like literally, they met. Snoop said they met, and it was his first time meeting DMX. And they was talking, and you know, like he was like he was a big fan of DMX and all this and all that. And DMX, he was shocked these niggas was big fans of him. And so right. when they were talking, Snoop said he was like, I don't don't call me verbatim, but he was saying he walked away, and he literally said, you know, well get at me, dog. And he said DMX went that night to the studio and made that fucking song. Damn. You know, I think I've heard that story before. I think I've heard that story. Yeah, yeah, I heard that before. Yeah. Never heard that, bro. Damn. But that and, and, I, and I listened to the podcast. I haven't listened to that particular episode, but I listened to the podcast before a few times. Yeah. I, I like that little podcast, little sub. It's a little quick 30 minute interview. You know what I'm saying? You know, he gets right down to business with whoever he's talking to. I have forgot about it. And, um,. Like, I was going somewhere out of town, and I was listening. I listened to a few episodes, like Jazzy Jeff and I think uh, Jeezy, Young Jeezy. Yeah. And then, like, I forgot about it for, like, a couple few months. Yeah. And um, when I checked back in, because I figured, you know, it's nice, so I just figured, like, he probably got bored with it and had, like, 10 episodes or some shit like that. Yeah, and I went back and it's still going on. Like you know, I, mean? so I was surprised. That yeah, he drop you an episode like once a week or something like that, once every two weeks or something. A little thirty minute episode, but the episodes yeah. drop are like impactful. So he ain't interviewing no just random motherfucker, right? no, like, randos or nothing like that. No, yeah. He interviewing your legends, bro. Like interviewing, you know. I think you got one with MC Light. I'm gonna check out. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah check out the one he got with. Check out the one he got with Bun B. That's a good one too. Oh, yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm trying to think. I might have listened to that one, actually. That might have been the first. 
That might have is that like one of the early ones? Uh yeah, it's one of the early ones. That might have I might have listened to that, man. I don't remember though. I'm gonna fuck with it anyways, and if I you know, I know if I listen. Yeah, good for the show, man. That one in Quest Love, man. Two good ones to listen to. Cool. I ain't no Quest Love had a podcast. Yeah, that shit been going on for like eight, nine, like, well, not, it was like 2014, bro. Oh, shit. Mm. Okay. I guess it <laughs> Now, I was checking him out during the pandemic on YouTube. He used to be DJing. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he have, it's him, Fonte, and mm. uh, a couple other people. Uh, okay. Supreme Podcast, man. That shit been out for like eight years. Okay. Uh, Quest Love got one with Fonte? Yeah, man, that shit been going on for like eight years. Damn. Yeah, you break, you break it news to me, bro. How about you? You so what happened? Too? What happened? What happened is it started off. It was on Pandora, and then I guess they lost the contract with Pandora, so the shit switched to iHeart. Ah, uh, okay. okay. But yeah, not, not for Piccolo. Yeah, him and Fonte like been going at that for like eight years, bro. Yeah, that one crept up under the radar on me. I think his most recent one was about to slap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right after the exam. He was there, nigga. <laughs> Didn't he win an Oscar or some shit? Yeah, yeah. he won it for that uh, yeah. Summer of Soul, right? Yeah, yeah. they was presenting him wow. the award. They was presenting him the award. <laughs> oh, is that when the slap happened? Yeah, yeah, it happened when it was presenting Questlove oh, the award. Dude, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh shit! I want to listen. I want to listen to that one because I feel like that nigga got yeah, some yeah, yeah. About that moment. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all talk about the slap like the MCU talk about the snap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Hey man, uh, are we gonna talk Johnny Depp? Oh, that whole case. I don't think there's out there. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, him and the Amber was it Heard? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Something like that. What you What you ask, man? Are we gonna talk about oh. Johnny Depp's divorce? Uh, oh, Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, we can't. I don't really know much about it, but we can talk about it. That'd be funny. I know they hate each other. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do know. As, as a nigga who's been a divorce, I can speak on divorce topics. How about that? <laughs> hey, I can speak on. I can speak on two times. Hey, we all can. I can speak on two times. You know what? what? You know what's funny, dog? I just filed divorce papers just uh fucking Thursday. You know what? Hey, nigga, nigga, idea. We need to have a divorce podcast. That's what nigga. I'm about to say. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you know how all these niggas get out here and have a a, a divorce party, nigga. We need to have a divorce, divorce podcast. podcast. Yeah, that might, yeah, that might. Woo! <laughs> hey, y'all, we not we not pub- after further review. We will not be publishing this episode. <laughs> Joe, Joe gonna be making the rounds, calling people. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, y'all. Yeah, we yeah we definitely said some things no, that we not need to be said. That might be a bad idea. <laughs> that might be a bad idea. <laughs> Roger, what's that? You day, you day drinking, bro? Yeah, man. What got you got? A, got a little. Uh, they gonna pay. Uh, what is this? Some. Uh, oh, the trade. It's like the only place I can find close by. Trader Joe's got this uh, Japanese whiskey. Uh huh. <laughs> it ain't bad. Baggy shit. Huh? What's this? You call? What's it called? Uh, oh, okay, okay. I see it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I definitely can't pronounce that. So, 
Yeah, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I, 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 I get stuck. Is it yeah. any good though? Yeah, I like it. It's good. I've had Japanese whiskey before. It's pretty good. It's real, yeah. It's real, real smooth on the uh, the intro, but then a little burn going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you challenge me? Doing the, <laughs> doing the you want me? <laughs> nah, motherfucker. I said I want three chicken wings fried hard. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? What's huh? this? Huh? What you jumping over the counter for? <laughs> I hello, Miss Kim. Both I didn't even asses. see you down there. What'd you say? I said hello, Miss Kim. I ain't even see you uh, into the group. Yeah, I hopped on. I got. I, she hopped I've been on. cleaning today, so she I be, had to. Hey, she can be the moderator for the the niggas getting divorced podcast. Brought to you, <laughs> brought to you right. by niggas breaking bread, sponsored by Triple D Photography. <laughs> Just won't leave that alone. Hmm. It's never going away. You need a T-shirt. You need it's a tri- ten. It's ten meters of photography, man. You need a triple D photography, and it's just you with your camera holding your camera, but at a very inappropriate angle with a really big, te- tele- you know, that telegraphic, tele- not telegraphic, <laughs> telescopic, <laughs> telescopic lens. That's what you need, bro. The telephone, the, yeah, the telescopic lens, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's make it happen. If I get into porn, then I'll, uh, I'll make that happen. <laughs> Let me know what website you publishing to, because I do not want to see that thing. We're <laughs> a bunch of old people just... Uh, uh, no, I know I ran across that 10 meter only fan. That 10 meter only fan? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. That 10 meter only fan? Damn. It ain't mine, bro. This it ain't mine. mine. This nigga putting his dick in the camera lens. Watch it grow. <laughs> Y'all niggas gonna make me choke on this oh, shit. Oh, my God. This nigga. Ridiculous. Oh god, I ain't even I ain't even drunk yet, bro. Ten. <laughs> that, that was just my first sip. I had coffee. That was my first little sip. I, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Ten meters. You said uh, uh Kim is on here? Yeah. Yeah. Yes indeed. Kim, you got my uh girlfriend walking around the house singing Jasmine Sullivan, talking about I need to listen to the album. You should. You should listen to the album. Yeah, I told her I I might mess with it. I told her I might fuck with it, but my girlfriend never heard no Jasmine Sullivan in her whole entire life until she listened to your podcast. Mm. Let me go on mute because I'm going to just bust out in tears. Thank her for fucking with it. Thank her. Uh, It's all good. Yeah, we're recording. Always. Oh yeah, the mic is on, but this ain't part of the show. No, okay, right. It's the pregame. Uh, uh, well, it can be. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes Joe do make a show out. It's all when you, when you log in, it's an NDA agreement. They have you sign some contracts, right? They said yeah. they they uh they email you them papers. So he signs. Yeah, we got we got them in the mail. Carry pigeon. Carry <laughs> So what's up with these honey bun cake things? What's going, what's up with that? Man, is this Kim is on? Is this like a is this a thing that you do? Mm. So I bake cakes for fun, and it's it's just it's a thing. And the honey bun cake is just 
it's a cake that tastes like a honey bun. Okay, so you just you doing it, you just do it like a hobby. You just like doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's not even. If I'm being honest, I just tried the cake like maybe two weeks ago. I really had never ate the cake. What? <laughs> I know. Oh, so you're trying to poison people then. No, I just, <laughs> I, I know, I know my shit's good. This is all that. Well, I mean, well, I mean. Hey, if the reaction was good, then obviously it was good. No, I, I feel like a guinea pig. <laughs> Hell yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right, Joe? <laughs> I've been baking since forever, but the honey bun cake came about kind of by accident, and, um, and I just kind of stuck with it. But I was making a rum cake. I didn't have any. I had ran out of rum, and I only had like caramel vodka at the time. So the original honey bun cake had liquor in it. Mm, okay. So, but yeah, it's it's a decent it's a decent cake. It's oh, a decent yeah. cake. Oh, it's more. Fuck it. It's more than decent. Yes, it's 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 pretty live. I think I sold probably about 12 of them for Easter that just passed, yeah. Uh-huh. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's good shit. See, I didn't know if you was, like, trying to do, like, a little business about it or something, because I was like, shit, we could fucking do a little advertisement or some shit like that, make a little make a little jingle or some bullshit, you know what I mean, to do it on the podcast. We got a jingle. Me and the homegirls got a jingle. Do y'all? Yeah, but we not going to go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a three-part harmony, and y'all not ready. We ready. Y'all not ready. Oh, we ready. Oh, really? <laughs> I can't. I can't do all three parts. I gotta have my own. I'm about to say, I got some. I know money. I ain't ready, so. You got, you got muddy waters uh, singing uh, "Sail On" in the background. <laughs> sail on, my little honey bee. Sail on. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a lot of buzzing. <laughs> I can't deal with y'all. Let's let's, let's, go. let's go. Yes, you can. That nigga said money waters. Hey, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, uh, AC? Yes, sir. That motherfucker. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, money waters the man. Hey, that nigga that mic. I hear a lot of buzzing. <laughs> I guess hey, my you little. Know, you know, uh, the Rolling Stones' first uh, U.S. tour. What's up? They wouldn't do it without uh, Muddy Waters opening up hey. for them. Hey, that was, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. That's a fact. Man, he yeah. is a fucking beast, man. On that guitar, he is a fucking beast. Yeah, he is. Mm. Like, he made the guitar sound like a bee flying. I was like... <laughs> yeah. First time I heard that shit, just... Yeah, 20-year-old Roger was mind-blown. Hey, I went, that's before I even smoked weed. I, I said, nigga, is there a bee in the house? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Start waving your head in front of your face and shit. Right. I didn't lay in the sedan. The fuck is happening? Break bread with your brothers whenever possible.
When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Audio Hub Preview. At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to What's Wacky to Us. I'm we Rick. We're here to bless y'all again with some new joints uh, for the weeks to come. We had to take a little hiatus. Even we need a break from, from time to time, you know what I mean? So we're back on the scene with What's Wacky to Us. And you know, we're about to spill some of our What's Wacky tea for y'all today. Um, thank you for tuning in, and as you recall, you can still reach us at what's wacky to us at gmail.com and see us on Facebook at what's wacky to us and on YouTube at what's wacky to us. Thank y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, man. We here to stir the pot. As always. You know, we got a um a new topic going down today. It's kind of a hot topic though. It is? Yeah. People be talking about this for a minute now, okay. so we might be a little late to the scene, but it's still a hot topic. Um, we're talking about trust, what it means, what it is, and how you can apply it in all kinds of scenarios, not just in relationships, but in business relationships, in life in general. Um, you know, in this day and age, everybody has trust issues for the most part. That's true, man. Because trust is really big. You can't, you can't even move forward without trust. Like in all aspects of like anything that got shipped at the end, relationship, <laughs> you know, anything, partnership, anything. Because trust is like heavy. It weighs heavy on people, and it takes a lot for you to gain somebody's trust. And what I'm noticing today, more so, even in the younger generation. I think a lot of, especially with females, I think they lashing out in a way and maybe not articulating it the way it should be articulated about their issues with men of today. You know, it could be 
I think it's more of a trust issue because a lot of these girls are online to my, I won't date a man if he don't have this. I won't, you know, I'm a strong, independent woman. I won't do this if, you know, it's like quid pro quo, which is, I do this for that, you know, so that ain't the way to have That's a, a terrible way to base your life off of, yeah. you know, to is quid pro quo. So. Um, but, you know, like Rick was saying, um, we be seeing a lot of these guys be talking about how women and especially in our community don't are not submissive, are not soft, are not um, willing to be submissive in a relationship. And this has been a hot topic. You know, Cam Newton recently was like, if, you know, women knew when to shut up, you know, things would be better, whatever, however he said it. You know, I I got a lot of flack on that one on Facebook because, you know, I was like, I don't need someone dressed like my Nana giving me relationship advice and talking about leading me anywhere. But that's for another day. Um and then you have, you know, of course, bogus ass um, Kevin Samuels. You know, he always has something negative to say about black women, period. But again, what makes a woman trust that her man, husband, significant other, spouse, whatever, will lead in a way where she could leave that to him and she could submit to his leadership? That is a call out for a lot of women because you have a lot of men in the same breath who will say they want their woman to pay 50-50. And, you know, yeah. you want your woman to pay bills, take care of the kids, help you with the bills and everything. But she's supposed to be submissive to you, yet she's doing half and primary care for the kids. That makes no sense. And for the most part... Um, none of the women I know are going to submit to a man that they're helping take care of, essentially, well, for the most part. My thing on that is like, I don't know, have men lost the trust of women for them to be talking like that? Because that wasn't a thing back in my day where women would be like this, like combative in a relationship. So along the way, somewhere, I don't know what they may be. Women seen their, their their mother it was like, oh, she was too submissive. Or they got with guys that just ain't producing. It could be even one of those. Like, because a lot of guys, what I see, I see a lot of those statements with guys is bailout statements, honestly. Like, a lot of those statements are bailout statements for, like, a dude, you know, you're not putting the proper tools in your toolbox to go out there and earn to take care of your woman. Like, you know, like, I'm not telling you to trick crazy but if that's your woman you make her feel good if first of all if a woman a woman gonna follow you naturally that's number one naturally if, being the key word if you if you doing what you're supposed to do i don't know where guys get it, all this and, but it also boils down to a certain amount of respect it's like we yeah. always be saying yeah. oh if a woman does not respect, respect you, you she's not going to allow you to lead her anywhere she is not going to she's going to talk to you crazy Real um, crazy. She gonna talk to you crazy because you're she, allowing it. That, but she doesn't respect you to to do anything to correct it, and she feels like she has to correct you all the time. It. You're not correcting it because you, if, if for her to feel a certain way to get in a comfort zone, because everything <laughs> and be talking to you reckless in front of people or to you by yourself, like you you have a, you you have went too far in allowing that to happen. So now, and it's, and it's probably at a point of no return. 
You know, no matter what you do, she gonna always remember you being that guy that used to let her talk to you crazy. So, you know, fellas out there, you need to man up, take care of your woman, stop talking 50-50. Cause a woman, let me tell you something, man. Uh-oh. A woman is going to, like, she knows and she's going to help you accordingly. Like, you don't have to ask her, you give me this, give me that, like that. You know, if you really need it, yeah. But most of the time women know, like, y'all in the same house, especially if y'all in the same household. If she's just sitting there watching you struggle, that's a whole nother problem. Definitely. That's a whole nother problem right there. If you... Y'all in the house and y'all behind on stuff and she got a check or whatever and she's just not contributing and she's talking about you not coming through. Like, y'all got a whole nother issue going on there. And again, she's using her money for what she deems trustworthy and it ain't you. Yeah. So In the household. Maintaining the household. So, if y'all having those issues, that's another. But if you got it, yo, pay the bill. I don't... If I got it, I got it. I'm not worried about what... Because first of all, as a man, you're supposed to always be like, I'm going to do what I got to do. Whether you, you know, you with somebody or not. You're supposed to move accordingly. Like, as if someone's there and someone's not there. So, you're supposed to also... You're supposed to be moving accordingly. And you're supposed to maintain a certain thing in your life. So, if you need her mm -hmm. to maintain your lifestyle and your life, hey, that's like I said... You should not be expecting a leadership position if you need no, help. You um, and then it also boils down to, you know, um, sometimes people feel insecure if they don't make a certain amount of money or if their woman makes more money than them or or what have you. And you're in a relationship, business partnership where you feel like there's something not equally yoked then. Again, you need to sort through those issues because if you can't hold your partner down when it's good, because you're making more at that time, you best believe the tables will turn. You yeah. better believe the tables will turn. Yeah. It's it's law of the universe. What goes around comes around. And I don't know. I seen some post recently where some girl was talking about she can't date a man who makes a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and that it, oh it's it's two hundred and seventy four dollars a day. day. And if you're going to a nice dinner, that's his whole. That's day. his whole day's pay by her standards. Now, mind you, this girl was she was cute, but she was not. She I had bad skin. She had bad skin, a wig, and everything else under the sun. She wasn't hot. She, she was, was all right. She, I, that's what I, I said. She was. A, I you seen know, her. But I, okay, you talking know. all like that, like a lot of y'all talking all crazy. You're not hot enough. I don't care. <laughs> like, it's more than that, though. It's like, how did what what deems you? I guarantee you, this girl does not make a hundred thousand dollars a year either. I guarantee it. Guar- I would put my life on it that she, she don't. Was saying more than that, she was like, and a dude need to carry a gun. She said he need to carry a gun. She said, I'm wearing all this jewelry. I'm oh, four. Jesus. She said, I'm. Uh, she said she's four eleven or something like that. Damn, that's smaller than yeah, me. Yeah, she said 4'11", or she didn't say 5'11". She said 4-something or 5'2", whatever. She was like, he needed, because I'm wearing jewelry, we out. I need somebody to protect me and blah, blah. She said, oh, she said, oh, it was a lot to it. She said, I need somebody to protect me. I'm outside. She said, I don't want nobody running up on She's like, it's crazy outside right now. Which she had a valid point. It is crazy. Okay. But I ain't feeling like I got to be walking because, like, I'm your, I'm your security guard. I got to carry a burner. No. I'm not doing that. 
you know, my hands feel to suffice. It's sufficient. You know, so it's like, so it's like, I'm like, like, she, like, some some of these girls today, they just saying stuff just is like, well, this goes back to like our old show when we was talking about what makes you think your presence deems you enough to to be making these kinds of demands when you're offering nothing in return. Like, you're demanding that a man has to have a certain salary. Okay, so does that mean you'll be submissive and you'll let him leave and you'll let him, you know, take you where you need to go because of what he makes? Mm, That's not good either. And a guy, if if, if a night out on a town costs you a day's pay... Like at three hundred dollars, like or something like that. Okay, I got four more days of pay. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm all right. What the freak is wrong with you? Like <laughs> it'll be like, all right, I'm all right. The rent's going to get paid. Like this ain't this ain't going to break me. Like seriously. And like I said, I guarantee she's not bringing in a hundred thousand either. If you got a hundred thousand, you probably got a fucking. Twenty-five thousand worth of credit cards in your pocket. So you walking around and any see, this is where young people are freaking stupid. Stupid. Because if you if you if you got if you making a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, we're gonna throw some shots on that. We need to hold on. Facts on facts. Because if you think a hundred thousand dollars is is we gotta give her gunshots. Facts. Yeah, I know it ain't going as far as it used to go in the old day, but. It's a nice, that's a nice salary right there. And don't let America fool you. You know, you guys are just living outside of your means. Because if I make a hundred thousand and my wife makes in sixty-five or fifty, whatever, we're gonna be all right. Facts. Because that means we have we got some decent credit. We both walking around with twenty-five k in credit cards in our pocket. That means we walking around with fifty k. <laughs> like we, are, you know, we, we are gonna, right. we gonna see some nice you know little weekend vibes yeah, and stuff. Right. We're gonna be all right. But the thing is, I would literally, I could say, with you know, I have known Rick for more than half my life, literally for probably three quarters of my life, and I could say, even in in the in the worst of times. I could vehemently trust Rick to lead me, my our children, our family, to whatever you want to call it. Why? He's a business owner. He has good sense. Um, he's smart, and he has. When you know, you know someone who can command respect easily. You know it, and you have faith that the person is going to lead you and your children accordingly. And I can say from personal experience, I need to be with a man who I can so trust to lead. you never doubted me? No. You never was like, oh. I don't know what this Negro is uh, doing right now. No. Rick, Rick's wilding right now. You've had a we couple about, of get-rich-quick schemes in back ruin. in the day, but we was never in ruin. <laughs> never. Never. Even at the height of our youngest years, we was never in ruin, not ever. Even I, when I had those 1-800 numbers? <laughs> like I said, you had a few get-rich-quick schemes back in the yeah, day where I was, was kind of side-eyeing. <laughs> but you see, I know that he's going to get to the point where if he sees it's not working, he'll just, he's not going to, he's not going to force the issue. He's going to make the 180. Oh, to... I got to give a joke, though. Can this incriminate me? Oh, boy. Because when we had the 1 800 number, we used to go up in corporate buildings and be like, can I make a phone call and call our own 1 800 yes, number? I know. 
the statute of limitations has run out on that. I'm burn certain. Up they, burn up their phones and get the money. Oh my god, the good old days. The good old days of the nineties. <laughs> my point being, though, that was a get rich quick scheme that was short lived, and he was still able to, you know, my kids. My, revenue. I'm just saying, our kids went to private school and all that when we was young ass parents. Sure. But this goes back to. You know who your man is. You know who your woman is. You know who your business partner is. And you know if you can trust trust them to lead or not. Now, I've been with a a whack dude who is the epitome (laughs) of the antithesis of leadership. Where within a couple of months, I was like, oh, hell no. Not only can I not trust this fool to lead, I can't trust this fool to protect me. I can't trust this fool to do nothing. And... Even my kids was like, Mom, you need me to handle that? Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, uh, I know what that's like. And, you know, you get those bogus dudes who really think that they're in a position to lead. And they don't be bringing in no money to help with the bills. You're the one carrying the load. You're essentially the man in the relationship. But he wants you to submit to okay, him. So you, so you, oh, oh, so you kind of relate. To what these young girls are saying. Because I've been there. Oh. I could not trust okay, that male okay, okay. to lead in any capacity. So you, so you relate in some sense of fashion or form. Mm-hmm. You relate to what these youngins is talking about. Mm-hmm. But that's what this whole, that's not what the whole topic is about relationship. But pretty much, pretty much it's like, you know, you got to lead and you got to have some actions behind the trust. Cause you gotta to get the trust. You gotta have actions. You gotta have a. You gotta first of all, your life is a resume. Your history is a resume. Definitely. So you know, most people know your history, so they they know your resume. So they're gonna fall in line and be like, you know what? They're gonna give you a shot. They're gonna give you a fair shot. They're gonna give you, a, a, you know, it's like with anything. So now we're gonna transition into like business. It's the same thing with business. For somebody to make you a CEO of a company, they gotta trust you. That you can run this company. Like, they're not just being like on some, it's no friendship involved. It's nothing involved. This no, is pure, The board this is, is yeah. trusting you to resume. advance the company. And your resume. Into your the black. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, yeah, I like the way we transition into a whole nother thing, right? Yeah. But anyway. That, that <laughs> like, usual left turn, baby. Because yeah. in business, that's what it is. Like, it's not a friendship thing. This is your resume, which is your history. And we get, we got a lot of trust in you that you're going to turn this company around or if it's not even need to be turned around to take it further. So trust is a major thing in life. And with family, like I always, you know, I always say strength in numbers and with family, I tell people like every family should be a corporation. Yes, because, you know, your last name is everything. And another thing is why it doesn't happen is trust. Somebody's going to come like, why should you be doing this? Why should you be the CEO? Why should you, you know, and those are things that hold you back. Trust hold you back. Trust issues hold you back. So. As the saying goes, fortune favors the bold. Bless you. And, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been on, I, I prefer being on the side of the coin of being able to trust my mate to lead and I'm, I'm not, I have my side hustles where I make my extra money 
And, you know, just recently I've had a couple of people who want to partner with me. And there's only one person I trust that I would partner with out of the several people who've asked me because of like what Rick said, because of her resume. And, um, you know, that's the only one that I would, out of several people who have asked me and several people who have bit our style and started podcasts and asked for our opinions and then don't listen or don't want to do anything, you know, I, there's only one person you can trust because of their resume. And, you know, can you trust your spouse to lead and can you trust your spouse to follow? Um, can you trust your business partner to make good decisions on both of y'all's behalf in y'all's in your absence and vice versa? Can they trust you to make good decisions for the business in their absence? Or are you looking for a shortcut? Are you looking to undermine your mate, your business partner? You know, how do you build trust? How do you establish trust? How do you earn trust in your, your relationships? It's easy. You got to get some wins. <laughs> trust come from wins. Like you get a bunch of you racking up loss after loss after loss. Nobody's going to trust you. You got to get some wins. You got to actually lead by example. And like you're, you know, you got to lead from the front and not the rear. You know, you got to, you can't be in the rear with the gear. You got to be out front. You got to be out front, you know, and when things go wrong, you, you know, don't pass the blame. You got to suck it up, take the blame because, you know, that's, that's, that's character. You know, when you can take the blame and stuff like that, character, character, integrity and stuff like that. But I mean, on another note, do you trust your friends? Do I trust my friends? Mm -hmm. Me personally, do I? I don't think we, I don't think my, my friends are awesome, but my core friends are awesome. But I don't think we have that trust factor to lead into, we're so much individuals as like business stuff. We'll talk about doing business together all the time and we could do great things together, but somewhere there's not enough trust to follow one person because nobody want to put their thing on a back burner. Mm. So hmm. that, 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 that like impedes the process of moving forward as a unit. And I think that's what a lot of people, like everybody's like, well, my thing is better. My thing is better. You know, like, and so when you have like too many, you can't have a bunch of chiefs and no Indians. Somebody had to play Indian. And that's, that impedes the process in a lot of um, business ventures with your friends. And sometimes it's not even good to go in business with your friends because mm -hmm. you're friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. You feel what I'm saying? They know, yes. they know you too. They, and I just had this conversation with my son. Like, they've known you too long. So they're looking at you more of a friend. And, like, sometimes I think people tend to think like because they know you they really know you and they really don't know you on, mm. on on your expertise and they don't respect your expertise because mm -hmm. you really never show them your expertise like you 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 never used it with them but other people respects it you understand what i'm saying like mm -hmm. other people are respected because you have used it on them but with them it's kind of like because i know a lot of people have this happen to them You'll tell a friend something, boom, boom, boom. It could be like last year. Then maybe it may come up on social media. The same exact stuff you told them in person, now that 
Jay-Z said it. Oh, yeah. It's the holy it's grail. Whole, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And you be sitting there looking like, whoa. Like, I just told you. I told you that like years ago. And they be like, come to you like, yo, Rick, this is the same thing you was talking about. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, like, you so. You know, that's par for the course. I'm saying most women know that men do that to them all the time. But that's another story also. I'm just saying. So ladies like, out there, y'all know I'm right. I don't know. Women don't never really tell me nothing. Oh like, boy, here we go. <laughs> I don't Cut really know. I only, only thing you told me today, I had my eye was red, and Sony told me to put some salt water in my eye. I did not tell you to put some salt water in your <laughs> you eye. Did. I told you to get the pink Himalayan salt out the cabinet and to rinse your Ain't eye out with the spring water. water, and then you tried to do it with a spoon, and I had to instruct <laughs> you how to do it with your hand. It's still salt water. Well, either way, it worked. So, Here we go. Here anyway, we go. It did work. I, I don't I contribute say, nothing. I didn't say it didn't women work. don't tell him nothing. He, see, this is the opposite. So the opposite side of the coin of when your man leads. This is what you you get. That that's what you it's get. Like, you get that. Like, it did work. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it didn't work. It did work. No, because you you made sure to say the only thing I told you today. <laughs> today, okay, you made sure <laughs> you to be tell like, me that. Only, what else you told me today? Only. What else you told I me told today? You to come and eat that good breakfast I made. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! For real, <laughs> for real. But anyway, yeah. So the trust, like in the family, the business, the relationships. It have to be there, or if you don't have trust, it's just nothing's gonna. It's, it's like, can you actually move forward without trust? No. Or can you, you? No, right? You'd be like stagnated, right? Yeah. Hmm. You have to have a, a certain level of respect and trust in any partnership. Period. Can you fake the trust? I don't know. Can you fake trust? Like just to stay into the stay into the relationship. Like, is that a deal breaker? Can you fake the trust? Because it seems like a lot of people faking it. Because this is like a deal breaker. Like people are like deals are being broken, relationships are being broken. I don't think they call it trust issues. I mean, they call it something else. Like, no, I don't think people are like, oh, I don't trust you, so we can no longer move forward in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think nobody's coming out like that. I don't think so. But I don't know. Anyway, moving on. We're going to get off the whole trust thing. You got any wacky news? What you got? Well, you know what you call it. Pete Davidson allegedly tattooed what? Kim Kardashian's kids' initials on his neck. Oh, he's bugging. Not only is he bugging, this sparks the demise of that relationship now. I consider that the beginning of the end. He did? I didn't even see that. Yeah, no so when anyone does that, in my opinion, when you start tattooing names and initials on your body, I say that's literally you opening the door to the beginning of the end of your union. But that's just me. Kanye should punch him in his neck. Uh, yeah, why <laughs> like, are you tattooing my, my kids', kids on names your on your neck? Their like, initials. I'm some type, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm some type of deadbeat dad. Like that's like a that's like provoked. You like provoking me right Basically, now. Basically, like, that's seriously. I'm sure what that's about, like, dude. I'm Kanye West. Like you're provoking me. Yes, that's I'm exactly here, what that is. I'm fighting to see my kids, and you're gonna tattoo their neck, their name on your neck. Are you freaking kidding me, man? Come on, man. Get a life. 
So Pete Davidson did that BS, and then motherfucker walking around front. looking like one of the Walking Dead. He not oh, eerie, totally with his eerie self. Man. But they was on that. some red carpet too, and I swear to you, she really did look like she was the celebrity mom, and that was her son. And she's a you know she's a beautiful girl. Kim is, but I'm saying in that particular instance, you could really see that. She is 40 plus years old. He's 20 something years old. And it really did look like she was out, like he, she bought her, her, you know, her younger son out on the red carpet with her. It just looked, it just looked ridiculous, but that's for another story. Um, with the older woman, younger man thing. Um, do your thing, Kim, do your thing. I'm just saying that was a little on the whatever side um then what else we have your punk ass president talking about he was gonna forgive student loans and then he was like slow your roll i'ma lower it based on your income and this is still only a maybe i'm only gonna maybe do it i didn't say i was definitely gonna do it i'm thinking about it and my think about is only to lower it if y'all are making a certain amount of money They've been tap dancing around this whole student loan thing so much. Like, I know they don't water floor out. Because they're not forgiving no student loans. <laughs> People, They'll do it. Just like you said, it'll be some bullshit. Like, we're taking two grand off of it, which will yeah. do absolutely nothing for you. They'll give you a reduction. They ain't going yeah, you know, to give, give you no forgiveness. forgiveness. Hell no. He already said that's off the table. He already said that's off the table. Now, if you're a, a, a single individual making 150000 or more, you get no reduction. If you're making less, that's what he's considering. And if you're a couple seeing a quarter of a million dollar a year as a couple, they'll consider, you know, giving you a deduction under that. But anything over, you get Nathan. But like you said, that's it's going to be something ridiculous where, you know, it will make no significant difference for you. But, you know, that's that's y'all's president out there and the Democrats and how they rock. You know, and now you got this dude, Kim Jong-un. He's <laughs> warning again. He's here he goes again, talking about he would use nuclear weapons. Oh, boy. Here we you go. know, like if he if he have to, I'm just going to throw that out there. He's just going to say because his massive military parade. He's like, yo, if I have to, I will, I will use some nuclear weapons. So don't push me. Here we go, posture. I don't understand the whole nuclear weapon thing, right? So if you use nuclear weapons and we use nuclear weapons, whoever else use nuclear weapons, like, what do you think's gonna happen? Well, you know, just... everybody's just gonna be a demise. Yeah. And that's why the nuclear weapons, nobody's gonna push the button because they know, like, oh. Because it's based off of whoever got the best defense mechanism to shoot your shit down over the sea and not get over here. So now, one get through, that land is no longer inhabitable. So now, <laughs> like, I, mean, like, I don't even think Chernobyl, they had a meltdown and 125 miles or 200 miles of of land is in, inhabitable still. And it will be for the next hundred years. Still. And it still so, will be. And nobody it. nobody really wants that. So I don't know about a nuclear war. It's like, that's the, like, all right, we're going down. If I, my nation's going down, your nation's going down. So I, I, I don't know. Everybody's going to be pump freaking on that one for a while. So we don't got to worry about that. But any more wacky news, song? 
unfortunately, your boy Mark Zuckerberg made up some of his losses from his what? meta mon nonsense. He made um, $11 billion just this week alone. How? Uh, I don't know, probably, you know, all that metaverse crap and nonsense, I don't know, but your boy, you got all of these fools out here with the billions, like it used to be, you know, billions is like coming now, this fool Elon Musk buys Twitter for $44 for billion, billion and it's yeah. like, billions he's just like, running amok, Mark Zuckerberg makes $11 billion last week, like it's just a norm, like, oh, you know, he made $11 billion, billion dollars, like, like everybody now is like a billionaire, everybody's a billionaire, yeah, it's like common <laughs> now, it's like that used to be like, when we was kids, a billionaire, that was, rare. Was, that was like, you thought of some sheik in Saudi Arabia <laughs> sitting on his oil I know, and right? gold and whatnot, and you didn't think anybody else had that kind of money, now? Oh, it's billions. Everything's oh, billions. Jeff Bezos made $30 billion last month because of this and that. But yeah, so apparently Mark Zuckerberg and his henchmen are, and you know, I, I'm anti-Zuckerberg with all of his putting me in Facebook jail all the time. Um, but yeah, he's recouping some of his big ass losses. Um, all right. So we're going to. Um, from his mess. We're going to wrap this up. Hopefully uh, y'all get something from this. Give us some comments, some feedback. Rick and Stone could be wrong. As you know. As you know. And we're going, we're going to head on out, man. And ask those questions. Do you trust your spouse? Do you trust your spouse to lead? Do you, do you follow? Do you trust your business partners? Do you trust your friends? spring and spruce up your kitchen with a new range or built-in wall oven from LG and Lowe's. These are no ordinary ovens either. They're loaded with options such as convection, air fry, and turbo cook. Plus, LG's exclusive InstaView feature on select models. You can even control your oven with an app. Upgrade your kitchen to LG. Shop in-store or online at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. Check us out on Facebook. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. Audio Hub Preview. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. <laughs> Next time on Everyday Black Man, alcoholism. But listen, um, seriously... I, 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 I really, I get where you're coming from because it's like today, and this is where again I agree and disagree with you, sir. Um, I had to put in fiber. A lot of people don't know what fiber is, but from a technical term, it's light to network a system. I had never done it before, and 
you know, I had to, I ended up having to go on the internet and look something up to figure it out. And I think that's what Sham is saying. At least fucking try to fail. Don't be afraid of failure is what his overall point I think yeah. is, is that too many people are afraid to fail, but, but only through failure can you gain success. Whatever success is to you. You don't need to, we don't need to idealize success, but whatever it is to you, only way you can obtain it is through failure. And I think that's the point he's trying to make is that a lot of people are too scared to fail to harp on that point. And we need to fix that in our community, but I don't want to take up an hour-long session of no, no, having psychological exactly, debates with me. That's exactly what I wanted. Because that's yeah. where I think the difference is with the writer. The writer's talking about what women want. And that's the thing that men have to stop doing. It's not the fuck about what women want. It's about what is it that men should do more of or do better. And one of those things is you have to try. You're not necessarily going to be successful. You might fail at everything. Look at uh, Harrison Ford. He was like 45 years old being a roofer. And somebody's like, nigga, the way you talk, you should go apply to be an actor. He was like, ah, what are you talking about? And then one day he really went and did that, and they gave him fucking Indiana Jones. So I'm just saying, nigga, just, just try. Like, look at Armstead. A lot of people didn't believe that he would be able to be um, an actor and just were kind of shitting on him. And at one point, even, keep it 100. Even I was like, God damn it, nigga, just get a job. But this nigga kept doing the thing that he wanted to do and eventually, boom, he hit. So it was just because he kept trying that he was able to do what he wanted to do. We're like, me and Black Libertarian, we talk all the time about tech shit. And he was there for me when I was in an interview and I, I bombed the shit out of him. He was like, bro, I could have I could have literally could have made you very successful. I could have I could have lied, nigga. I could have lied. I could have gotten through this. But I didn't get the job. But I got a better job and then I got a better job than that job. And it's just because I kept trying. I didn't just say, oh, damn. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm cut off of this technology stuff. Eventually, you just you just gotta try. Like keep trying. Like none of this shit is too many Google searches away from you. And I think that's the the overarching point. But I like all of the different opinions and the fact that we're able to have such a collaborative conversation. Because yeah, I'm gonna cut some things out, but for the most part, most of shit's gonna stay. Because this is this is really what we need more men doing, which is having these conversations about things that matter. But the reason I brought in the trans man thing is because they're real men. I think. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God damn it. Don't cancel us yet. (laughs) We ain't made enough money to get canceled. Uh, No, no. Trans trans men are men. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going into a debate or whatever. I know Reed would have a whole bunch of funny transformer jokes to make in the background. Let me be Reed. Go ahead. Be Reed. All right. So as far as I'm concerned, Trans man, man, as far as before you hit the bedroom, that's it. Even if they had the penis pump, how you gonna have a penis pump? For what? Make it make it. Is it is a tra- is a trans man a woman who turns yes, every, every time it's a trans whatever? It means they weren't that to begin with. I thought that was a bull dagger. Ooh, no, no, bull no, no, dagger. no. So you you talking about a a girl who's like yo, I'm a, I'm a blah blah, and then she pulled out strap on, but trans men. So uh, all right, all right. To, to, to keep this short. They have a certain so normally what they call the area that is the you know pubic area and whatnot where your dick or your pussy or whatever it's fucking it is, they call that a bottom in the community so to speak. So some of the trans men have bottom surgery, and with them getting an increase in or uh, taking testosterone pills and whatnot, the clitoris grows big enough to I guess do something with right. So 
if they have the bottom surgery along with that, then they have enough leeway to maybe, you know, kind of try a little something, yada, yada, so on and so forth. So they're not using prosthetics like a bull dagger, so to speak. Uh, they can try something themselves at the same time. I don't know if you ever seen. No, no, it was so big. I was like, oh, God, my nigga, I don't take my shoes off when I fuck. God damn, fucking Mr. Marcus. All right, bro. <laughs> I only do that shit at home. If I'm at your house, I ain't naked, bitch. Tim's. <laughs> I'm too scared of getting set up. I ain't taking my to, clothes. To, to, to jump on top of that. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I don't need to drink, bro. There's a trans uh, man that I know of. And for him, no, he had the whole surgery done. So I, I know the surgery you're talking about, but those are for pretenders. The real people, what they do is they basically get someone to take their entire uterus, flip that shit inside out, um, add some, I want to say prosthetics uh, to it. And then with a penis pump, they can pump it up and get, you know, rock solid Bro, and then be able to do all this stuff. Do you have any proper any proper <laughs> words for this? I'm asking because I'm... I research shit because I like to argue and I prefer to be informed when I make any uh, showing of my opinion. Uh, I, I'll find I'll find the surgery for you. I appreciate it. It was a surgery because I've seen it performed and I was just like, why the fuck would someone do this? So I saw a 3D like... diagram, a run through of a penis being turned into a vagina. And let me tell you, even though it was 3D, they started with the whole penis and they just did like the little zip down. And I, it, it was extremely Strenuous. I mean, this this shit was a while, even for a 3D procedure. So just me thinking about it, the fucking surgeon having to do this shit was just like, ugh. But, bro, what's the question, bro? Because I, you know, I don't. It ain't none of my business what people do, <laughs> and I don't want to talk about mutilating the penis man, anymore. Look, man, can I get to the question, bro? <laughs> look, bro, all I'm saying is that shit was like ten minutes long, and it was just the fucking overview of this shit, like step one, step two. I'm like. Yo, this nigga's like, nah, no, bro. What? What? I don't want to mutilate. I I don't want to talk about penis mutilation. Bro. I, I really, <laughs> bro. Well, I mean, let me be a friend of the community. Say it's not penis mutilation. It's just transformation. That's fine, bro. But like, what <laughs> you just described to me made my intestines hurt, bro. Like I want to go to the bathroom now, bro. So what's the question, bro? bro unless you go shit out your dick, it ain't gonna get better, bro. <laughs> It's a new America. <laughs> I don't know why people do that, but it ain't none of my business. You free to do whatever you want. It ain't none of our business at all. But basically, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got. Some, I, I might have said this last week, but it was a trans comedian that popped up on YouTube. I'm like, fuck it. I hit the button, and it was a dude that used. Wait, it was a a woman who used to be a dude, clearly still masculine, but with long hair, uh, like a. I don't know, Vietnamese. And they were like, hey, my name is Michelle Tran. No, that's not a joke. I'm just Vietnamese. Sorry. And before you ask what's under my skirt, I'll tell you what's not under it. $100,000. And I was like, God damn, that shit's real. Also, $100,000 to change your fucking private parts, bro. $100,000. Motherfucker, I wouldn't spend that it's on a house. It's not even a one-to-one conversion. You don't get... Uh, necessarily a fully working organ. I just realized why they call them people brave, bro. Because I ain't got a hundred thousand dollars, bro. 
for 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 your oh, you life. Are. Just not 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 like oh, I'm gonna fix my eyes so I never have to wear glasses for the rest of my life. Like like yo, this just helps me from committing suicide because I feel like I have I'm in the wrong body kind of shit. Like you know, I talk a lot of shit. That's brave. I talk bro. a lot of shit. I give it to the trans people, the ones who aren't like yo, we should be in sports. Basically, all the trans women who just destroy uh cis women. Yeah, sport. all the men who just basically want to come yeah. at it from a different angle. But, but the other ones, the other ones, they just be trying to live their lives, and I'd be like, yo, bro, do whatever, man. I don't give a fuck. I ain't trying to fuck you neither way, whether you was a man or a girl beforehand. Either, literally either way. If you was going from one to the other, cool. You do that. Live your life. Be happy. But $100,000, bro. It's $100,000. Bro, I just asked y'all to cash at me 75 cents each, bro. You can't do that on cash app. First of all, bro, don't Second crush my dreams, man. Don't don't do that to me, man. I'm in a very volatile spot just, right now. Those people are very brave because I do not have the testicular fortitude or the the gall to mute to cut my penis off. <laughs> so that's a brave fucking thing to do. I am scared to take my penis. Bro, what off. you think they did so with the balls, fuck, bro? Bro, I don't give a shit, warm. bro. Can we? My bad, bro. Y'all want to talk about basketball, bro? Like, yeah, you right? My bad. Yeah, Utah, yeah, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was the next question? question? Yeah, next question. So, so the question was: There's a trans man, and you know, I'm not saying it like that because I'm trying to just bring up the fact that the person's trans, but it's important for context. No, and so this it. trans man reflected on how lonely men, normal men like me and you must feel because of the lack of non-romantic intimacy unless there's competition or war. And I think there's some level of non-romantic intimacy when we have these kinds of conversations amongst people who are our friends, but a lot of men are isolated because, you know, either they don't have friends or maybe their friends die. Um, R.I.P. Flint. But I've never been just, isolated. It's always two dudes trying to hold me. I'm going to hit that three. <laughs> basketball analogies Basketball reference, bro. What what you mean by that? I mean that I ain't never got to worry about being isolated because it's always somebody who's annoying, very close, and it's like, yo, get the fuck away from me. I'm just trying to get my groceries. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I isolate myself and use things like Amazon. <laughs> Bro, first of all, I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, cash at me seventy five cents. Um, what were we talking about? What's the question? Yeah, go back to the question. <laughs> Finishing up. So another trans person jumped in and dropped a bomb, like the end bomb. Um, because basically, because they said that being male is isolating and it's also blindsiding because this person, they were like, when I was a woman, I go places and people be like, oh, hey, Michelle. And now that I'm like, people don't say, hey, Michelle. And what do you expand? Exactly. But that's so different for women because they've never known that life. Well, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Just 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 to stick a quick pin in it. That's so difficult for attractive women because not attractive women go places all the time and nobody gives a fuck about them. And you can't tell me oh, that's not true, bro. That's not older true. women because I've seen some niggas holler at something where I'm just like, nigga, why would you even entertain gassing this woman up? Yeah, bro, that's not true. Women in general, they do not. Bro, as a dude, I can go a whole three weeks and won't nobody check and see if I'm alive, bro. Correct. Yeah. I ain't oh, hold on. well, you talking about people you know, but she was just talking about no, just no, in, general. in general, nigga. In general, people, bro, I'm a black, I'm a six foot four five black dude. Hold on, hold people on, try no, to no. get the fuck first out of my all, way. First of all, we gonna 
we gonna get them numbers right because you just confused the fuck out of me. You said six <laughs> foot like, oh, five, and I was like, he's a six foot four, what? Six foot four black guy. Oh, he's dark skinned. Oh, he I don't know. Is, How did the five? And I don't smile. And you can see him from across the room. All right, that. Yeah. Not- oh, that's way better than six foot four five because I was like. As in six hundred and forty-five? Isn't that a whole lot of inches? That's way too many inches. You, 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 fucking tight. You a titan. Bro, we're talking about millimeters. But listen, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, I go somewhere and I don't smile, so people kind of just kind of get out of my way. You know, people don't want to talk unless I initiate the conversation. Like, as a dude, no one gives a fuck about you. And I think, I, I, are you talking about the white lady who wrote the book? No, no, no. Time this, as a this, man. Was, this was a this was a regular Twitter conversation that just a lot uh, of women were like, "Oh my goodness, I've never known." Because oh, Twitter, there's inherently no camaraderie with men, unlike there is for women. For women, there's inherent camaraderie because we all have vaginas, and the people who don't have vaginas are the enemy. Um, I mean, you can think that I'm joking, but that is how a lot of women act. No, because, I mean, that's and, that's how the police act. You're like, oh, yeah, everybody against us, even though we'd be fucking up everybody. Hold it a blue. Exactly. Hold <laughs> oh, blue. But, yeah, but that mean, was so scary for them because for these trans men, they can remember what it was like being women and having this people giving a shit about them being there. Dude, I can't wait. And they can remember what that's like. Whereas for men, your entire life, strangers have always kind of had their guard, especially if you're a black man and you're somewhat tall. Like you, basically everybody on this call but me and Armstead. Y'all are very tall black men. Um, racist, you have always like been that. seen as potentially, he could beat everybody ass in here. Threatening. All of you. You, right, you, Ryder, and of course, uh, six foot, six foot five, fifty-two hundred inches millimeters. Um, yeah, black libertarian. Like that's always been something, and it's just it. It kind of made me think back to the whole Michael Beasley segment, where he kind of had that somewhat breakdown, where he's just basically like, "Man, I just want to play basketball because, like, for me, like, I don't know anybody, I don't have anybody who has good intentions for my life, and I'm just." I just can't care about this right now. And that's one of those things where it's just like, there are so many men in there. And so that loops back to where I was originally going with this, which is when you ask about why Kevin Samuels is so popular or why someone like Kevin Samuels has risen up to have almost deified status, part of it is because it is now finally okay for men to say, we're getting the short end of the stick. Whereas in the 90s and early 2000s, I remember them years. They had days. Yeah, they had days. They had months. They had time. But in 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 those times, even if you go back to the eighties, you weren't allowed to say men have it hard because women are just like, no, man, and y'all can do this and y'all can do that and y'all earn more money and all these other things. It's like money doesn't necessarily give you happiness after seventy five thousand. I had a question. But why? Why? Why doesn't money give you happiness? So to specifically, what changed in? Uh, in by- cool. That's, that's an appropriate uh, response. But no, what do you I mean, mean by the internet? The internet for a while, but what, do you what mean? I mean by the internet is now like you can see it kind of in intuitive directions. So you can see it towards the more devout Kevin Samuels fans who says that everything that he does is right. Yeah, they get incels on that side as well. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But maybe they just maybe this is just for them. You know how women don't like 
calling out their sheroes for their bullshit, Michelle Obama. Um, so like, what Michelle Obama do? Hold on, Michelle Obama did something, bro. She used she she I mean, every black woman bro. right now. No, conversation. bro, Michelle Obama, bro, she was like, yo, they should have some carrots on that, on that fucking like school menu. I was like, yo, vegetables would have helped me out back then. I'm not going to lie. I could have been taller. Like, I'm going to stand for Michelle Obama. I wish I had some some greens on my, my, my school plate back then. Anyway. <laughs> no, Michelle Obama uh, appreciation aside, because, I mean, again, I don't think Michelle Obama is a bad person. I just think some of what Michelle Obama did is that she gave a lot of people just open deification, she and she really Chris didn't Rock? do as much, basically. Um, Yo! And, I mean, actually, yeah, that's a good parallel. We got to do a segment on that some other time. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, oh, the, other side, recorded. the whole manosphere thing is that white people basically use the manosphere saying, we're not getting the best deal. And it's like, shut the fuck up, Ben. You're a white man. You basically have your pick of everything. Uh, you have more friends and more opportunities for success than everyone else. Just because you decide to be a fuck up that drinks beer in a trailer park doesn't mean all white men are being attacked. I'm sorry, it's not how it goes. Well, I feel like that's an unfair statement. Go ahead, tell me why. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I feel like if you're gonna attack something, attack it completely, like destroy it. You know, kind of deal. Um. Like, don't half-ass shit. And I feel like these half-ass attacks on white people are kind of bullshit. Because, you know, you're, you're attacking white people. Like, yo, you're this color. I'm this color. You automatically get shit that's better than mine. There is some inherent truth to this shit. I'm not going to lie. But are you really getting at anything? If you have your Ben, so to speak, and he's like, yo... All these things are caused by other people, and I, your 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 bin, so to speak, is basically saying that white people are the most tread upon people in America, specifically white males. I'd be like, oh damn, shit. Have you heard of Jim Crow? No, but that's too easy, right? Because that's 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 a knee jerk reaction, so to speak. But it's like, yo, hey Ben, what's happened to you recently that you could blame on somebody else? Well, somebody taking your jobs? Well, the Mexicans. Oh, cool. What what jobs were the Mexicans working? Well, they work out in the fields and they they pick. Well, were you about to do that? Well, hell no. Oh, right, cool. Well, what else they do? They do construction. Like, were you about to you about to do roofing and flooring and all that shit? We on your knees. And you gotta have knee pads on so you don't fuck up your shit for the rest of the life. Well, no. Nah, all right. Well, who else? Well, well, hold on. Somebody. No, 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 no. But we're talking. That, that's my point. We we can't we can't, can't, we can't like the attack. for the thought. For the thought wardens who are saying that all these people are whatever, because Ben Shapiro ain't doing none of these things. It's like right. Ben Shapiro, when you when you went to school, uh, did you have to go through like the regular process, or did you have like something called a legacy, like where basically because your father went there, they give you preference over regular people who this is their, maybe their first time getting into college. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, of course I was a legacy. Like my dad went to there, why wouldn't I want to go to work? My dad's university. It's like, all right, cool. Well, I mean, there are black people who do no, that. No, too, no. Like the black so to, to, to clarify things, my issue is not that they're so nepotism exists amongst all people, your hookups, your right. blah, 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 so on and so forth. But for the guy who happens to be a white American male to say that everything is against him, I like that. that that's what I love to attack. That shit right there. Oh, what happened with you? 
oh, we didn't have a lot of money going. Oh, that's it. Damn. Just you didn't have a lot of money. And then the black people were mean to me at school. Sometimes they beat me up. Oh, damn. They only beat. So you were the one white kid in school and they only beat you up. None of the black kids got beat up. Oh, oh, some of them did get beat up. Well, they get beat up because they were white. No. All right. So it's not like you had just a school experience. You can't blame that on your skin color. I, 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 I agree with you, but I just think that I mean, look at the way Eminem grew up. Yo, I remember look Eight Mile. I'm look. not saying that, that that shit isn't wrong, and 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 I will even I won't say even, but openly admit that if you look different, especially in a grade school and down. So we're talking like let's say twenty and twenty years old and down. The more different you are, the more shit you have to take on, kind of deal. I just think we're in a, we're kind of in a weird space because I can go to some backwoods place, right? And there are white people who who have not bathed in twenty days. Um, twenty days is very specific. They're, they're, I'm just, I'm just throwing out a number out there. I'm sorry. Their sister mother is dating their grandfather. You know what I mean? Like it's just weird it's shit going real on. Close to Alabama. I, I couldn't. Understand. I wouldn't know what it was like to grow up like that. So I can't disenfranchise that person's experience, right? right. But, and I, I definitely grew up in a better situation than that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but have I still experienced racism by white people? Yes. What I try to do to fix that situation is I call out specific people because you can't do a blanket statement anymore. Um, we're not in that place anymore. But is uh, do people still benefit from things? Oh, yeah. yeah. But... Is there also a fucked up white culture that I've learned about as well? Yes. It's bad. Um, The thing that kills me is that we often address the fucked up white culture. And I really hate to do this because I feel like I'm all the people I hate. But oftentimes we don't address the fucked up black culture. And I think we address it more than. no, 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 I feel like we address aspects of it. And then we act like we have actually talked about it. But we don't. We we're, okay. we're not. We're not. Fucking. on that. So, for instance, as the black people are obviously not a monolith in America, of course. Can we all agree on this? Nah, nigga. Uh, what did you say? No. What did you say? I didn't. Hear you. Our, our, a wild read has appeared. He's saying, "Can we agree that we are not a monolith?" As in, all black people yeah. are together. Like, are we on the same page? No, 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 we are not. Never cool. have been. Right. That's the thing. So. Despite this, in spite, and we're looking at that in a, in a positive light. We're not on the same page moving forward to like get to a better place. But whenever it's something negative, it's all of us, like public opinion wise. For instance, the, the, the slap, we, we talked about it. Like that set black people back. This slap motherfucking killed Chris right. Rock. Let me tell you what that's about, real quick. Ooh. So you ever notice that? The, it's like, nigga. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Go to somewhere where you have a better signal because you digital as fuck. I'm just letting you know where you start. Is that better? Is that better? Is that better? Yeah. Say a couple more words. Pretty much. It wasn't about how you acted, nigga. It's about your color, your skin. That's it. Period. It has nothing to do with the way you act. So why you out there trying to impress white people? (laughs) Understood. I mean, you got fucking chaos run. KRS one talking about black cop. And I hate him because he motherfucker can't stand on beat. KRS one is the original. Uh, blue face to me, but <laughs> you leave an originator. Of whatever, bro. You can't tell me. Tell me. Tell me why I'm lying. Tell me why I'm lying. 
KRS used to rap on somebody else's beat and then rap on somebody else's beat and be acting like, yo, why this shit don't match up? Bro, release it anyway. I don't care. They don't eat this shit up. It's hip hop. <laughs> Just because they can't stay on beat does not mean that his lyrics don't hit. All right. I don't know. I'm not saying. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying apply the same logic to Blueface that you do to KRS One. That's it. No, no, no. The difference with Blueface is Blueface isn't saying anything with enough substance for you to overlook the fact that he's off beat. First of all, Blue Blueface speaks with a whole lot of substance in his bloodstream because you know he ain't never sober. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. <laughs> you lying? Your I'm lying. Off. I'm lying. You oh, so you think Blueface is making this shit sober? Yes. Honestly. Honestly, yeah. A lot of that shit was made sober. Not all of it. I, that would be a all right. Cool. All right. All right. We got. We got. We got a middle. That would, that would be a lot. But I think. But I think. I think there's a lot of that shit that he made sober was just in the studio, imitating. You know what? Maybe I'll, I'll meet you a little bit more than halfway. Maybe he made a couple of the songs drunk, and he's just been pretending to be drunk for everything else that he made. I'm not sure that makes it better or worse. Who knows? But Blueface is the perfect example of society. We laud these people who do mediocre bullshit and then try and hold them in a light where they're supposed to be compared to somebody. Excuse me, excuse me for slurring my words. That we're comparing them to somebody, as in that on our day to day lives. But that's not really a comparison. Look at look at everybody who's talking right now. Everybody's at least trying to do something. I used that word. Yeah, I did. Um. But you look at Blueface, uh -oh. he's like, oh, I'm going to say stuff that might rhyme, might not. And I couldn't, I, the fucked up part is I can't even imitate Blueface, but I would have to say something that didn't rhyme and wasn't on beat at the same time. But hey, my, my guy's making millions. I mean, not millions. I get the point that you're making. He is the black bad baby. And I, do, I know the, the numbers don't add up, but you know what I mean as far as the, the uh, allegory. Yeah. Bad baby can't. No. Perfect now. Fucking bad baby come up acting black, and by sorry acting acting hood, acting ghetto, acting ignorant, or what America saw as being black, or in their case as what they would call you know white ghetto trash, blah blah blah. But then she profited from it thousands of times over. Who can we think of that fucking does that shit? Imagine, but imagine you coming up through school, right? Ben Carson. And what? Oh, you said Ben Carson, but I agree with that statement as well. Wait, Continue Carson. with your analogy. <laughs> ben Carson, ben Carson. Hold on, hold on. I know this name. Damn. He was the person who made that book about how he overcame systematic poverty to become didn't he a die? surgeon. Didn't he die? No, he didn't die. I mean, oh, he died, wait, no, no. Died, hold on. You just said he, he didn't die. But... Yeah, he died in the other universe. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. I remember Ben Carson. They put him in charge of some shit. And United States Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Like, correct, <laughs> bro. Don't don't you hey, work bro. on? You ask. You ask. Has anybody else done that? Yes. Shit, Obama did it too. As far as I'm concerned. Also, I think black people do that all the time. We just, you know, it's one of those things we don't notice, but we notice the, the bad Barbies, the whatever the fuck. Well, give me, give me three is. that are black. Uh, ben Carson, Condoleezza Rice, and Obama. Run, I mean, run, these, run, these, par run these parallel lines to me. Obama was doing crack. When? And coke. He was younger. He didn't read his book. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. So we'll just say no. no. He didn't read the book. I, I didn't. Continue. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Obama. To be honest. These people. Okay, I'm not either. These people imitated what it was to be a white person in a black person's body, just like Bad Barbie and that other. Um, what's that other girl? Whoa, Vicky. Oh shit! You could have gone. You could have gone way deeper with that analogy too. Yeah. The way they imitate the way it is to be black in a white person's body. We we see it on both ends, but when we see somebody like Obama, we're like, oh, he's an amazing black guy. Instead of saying he's given up on who his culture is, right? He's given up on who he is as a well, person. All right, so I have to pause you right there because there's a certain disconnect for me personally. I didn't keep up with Obama in that, in that kind of way. I was always just kind of like, oh, you're not really doing anything while you're in there. I don't like that. I don't know a lot of shit about his personal stuff. I saw him be cordial on camera and shoot some threes, miss a couple, make a couple. Um, they kept cutting to when he made them, that kind of shit. But what are you referring to? I'm referring to the um, the idea that you brought up the fact that we we don't point out certain things in certain cultures and certain people and like how what Will Smith did look bad on all black people, right? But in the same vein, what Obama does looks good on all black people, right? It really doesn't, but it does, right? So why don't you look at Woe Vicky, right? The same way you look at Obama in the context of them not being who they really are as far as black person or a white person or not staying true to who their culture is. Ooh, because there's Damn, a line to draw. Specifically... I guess I can't act like I have the answer to this question, but to add on to that no, question, no, you give me your opinion. No, 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 no I don't. I don't mean that. Uh, that I'm that I'm not giving. I'm giving my opinion either way. You know, fuck it all. But uh, who was the girl? Asian girl. Uh, Aquafina. Yeah. Aquafina. grew up in the Bronx. Aquafina talks black, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Aquafina also talks like everybody she grew up around. But mm-hmm. do we hold Aquafina to a certain point? Like, yo, you're talking like that. You're not that. Meanwhile, this is her whole life. This is everything she grew up to be. Like, you know, this this is her whole environment. Fucking uh, what's his name? Who was tongue kissing his mama? Uh, who was in Dipset? What's his name? <sighs> can, can I Jim stop Ryan? you right there? Not Cameron. No, no, Jim, 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 Jim Jones. Sorry. Can, ahead, sorry. Yeah. Can but, I interject yeah. real quick? That's not who she is because there are many of people who grew up in the Bronx who don't act well, like well, that. That's who she chose to be. That's how she chose to act. That's what she chose to imitate because she knew she could get paid. What well, question? Of we cannot keep giving these passes. No, 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 no. Like, sorry, go ahead. I apologize. We're gonna draw the line. We got to draw the line. Right. I agree. All I'm saying is, if we're gonna hit Aquafino, hit everybody else the same fucking way. Give everybody the energy. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Yeah, but that's, well, but that's, that's something as... that Black Libertarian, well, I mean, again, you and Black Libertarian haven't been in the same space too often, but hey, hopefully there's going to be a change to that. But no, no, he he does not give anybody that pass, which, you know, some people like, some people don't like. We've had arguments over things, um, and he still is, regardless of what Reed would say, the originator of the uh, the Black people reparations fix, which is no taxation for 100 years. He's the originator of that idea. Oh, bro, that would hurt so many people. Um, it would. And I, I, I said it before the fucking people on Twitter said I don't it. have a Twitter. There's no, 
That's fine. No, I'm just saying. I'm on the same page, bro. Like, I'm like, yeah, let's 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 do something to actually have an a significant change. Well, it's, it's not right. a significant change. It's going to only be a good change for the people who are going to do something about it. Because not having to pay taxes up to, I think we said, like, what was it, like $5 million or some shit like that. Well, not we, what you said. That means that people are only going to benefit from this for real if you actually bust your ass to make something of yourself. If you just want to sit at home and collect, you know, uh, a little check here and a little check there, yeah. you're not going to get very much benefit out of this at all. I agree with that completely. Right. I, I don't know if I yeah, put that $5 million. I would definitely put it in the million. Well, I don't know about five million. More black businesses. Well, so that's why we put the cap high because that would encourage you to actually have a business as opposed to if we put it at three hundred thousand, it's not going to matter for most people because you're going you, you're probably not going to reach out to that. But if you put it at like five million, well, no, 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 no. That so first of all, now we we kind of doubling back on shit because it was a couple podcasts ago we talked about making six figures for five years. A hundred thousand, I believe, is six figures to my knowledge. Uh, I, I've been drinking. Yes, it is. Whatever. Um, so to say that, oh, that's only a very small percentage of America, and then be like, oh, well, you know, five well, million. Like, oh, let's let's triple what is already a small percentage. I don't, I don't know what we're really hitting that. Hey, listen, listen to my plan. My, my plan. The reason I'm doing this is because, and what I mean by no taxes, I mean no property tax, no business tax. We don't have to pay. Right. What that does is instead of Asians coming in our fucking neighborhood and buying and getting incentives to buy businesses here, they would come to us so they could front their money through us. It builds relationships between races, right? It would actually fix so many problems on a racial perspective because you got these Jews who are like, well, hell shit. If he don't have to pay taxes, I can funnel it through him. That means I got to do business with him. That means I have to sit down in a room with this black person and interact with him and plan to interact with him for long periods of time. We have to build a partnership and a relationship of it. And what that's going to do is not just going to help the black community as far as reparations. It forces us to interact with each other. It forces us to take care of ourselves and also other people to participate in that process. And they don't lose anything in the process, right? They don't have to pay any more money. If you pay no taxes, that's not taking money out of your pocket, not taking money out of my pocket. Just means I'm not paying any extra money out of my pocket, right? That way, you don't have people saying, oh, well, um, why are you giving this person $300,000? Because you give somebody $300,000, that's actually not a lot of money when you take an inflation, right? When you do the time value of money over a period of time, it's nothing. What really is something is no taxes. Because let's say the average, what, we make eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 a year. You pay $25,000 in taxes. $25,000 over the course of 100 years. That's a lot of money, including inflation and the time value of money. You're talking about multiple millions of dollars that stays in the, the one household. So that's a much bigger thing that doesn't make anybody feel disenfranchised because they're not losing any money, right? And you can still make money as a white man. You just got to work with the black man now or the Asian man, Japanese man, Hispanic man. You got to work with me. That's the difference. And now that you got to work with me, we're going to build something. Our families are going to have to be cool with each other. A lot of these things happen in business. And it would really improve our society. I really think so. But And it would make a lot of people shut the fuck up. <laughs> as well. I agree with the... Because I want people to... Sorry. I apologize. I, no, no, you're good. I just want people to shut the fuck up. Like, stop. Like, I want people to actually try, like you said, and shut the fuck up. Because I'm just sick. I'm sick of the... I, I'm not getting anything crowd. I'm sick of the, I'm a black woman and I need to be loud because they're going to talk about me anyway. Everybody talks about everybody, bitch. Shut the fuck up. 
I'm sick of it. Shut the fuck up. Somebody need to shut you the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, okay? Like, shut the fuck up. Let's get something done that's substantial. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of all of this shit. Yeah, bitch, you got a nail shop and you do fucking eyelashes. I don't know why that makes so much fucking money, but kudos to you. You don't have a black man. You don't have a black family. You don't have a black husband. And you degrade black men and look at us like pieces of shit. What is this doing for our community? No. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck what you're talking about. Fuck the black man who doesn't want to do shit, just sell dope, pants down to his fucking ankles. I'm not exaggerating. I've seen it. Yo, that's nigga, fucked up, This bro. doesn't look good for none of us, my nigga. No. Your booty hole out. You got draws. I see your shit coming your through your damn balls. Bill Cosby fought for this shit, ball. bro. Like, no, bro. No, you're going too far. No, bro, I'm just saying. I'm on your side. It gives somebody... No, bro, I'm just saying. It gives somebody... Bro, I, I have a problem, bro. Because, like, in my neighborhood, if I go out... Niggas just be shooting. They don't give a fuck. A bullet came through my fucking window in my car. I had to pay for that. And so what am I going to do? I got I to gotta sit here and think about, okay, do I go over here to every door knocking to figure out who did it and beating everybody ass and just take the L? Obviously, I took the L because I don't want to go to fucking prison. What kind of choice is that to make somebody else do? Our, our actions have consequences. And if we have a bit, that is an it's actual supposed to have opportunity. Consequences. Right. But that's an actual opportunity, bro. By, by removing taxes, it's an opportunity for us to start having a conversation and interacting with each other. And it takes no money out of anybody's pocket. It's a solid fucking plan. It's better than any other fucking plan because 300 grand, yeah, we got it. But nigga, nigga, y'all niggas need to learn how to count, nigga. Like how to keep three hundred grand. Yeah, and where are we gonna spend it? We gonna give it right back to them. Your plan is fucking insane. The greatest wealth redistribution in under forty eight hours. Exactly. We're well, gonna give it go right by back Range to Rovers them. and all kinds of other fuck shit, and it's gonna be over just like that. Yeah, and I'm not even trying to insult my people, but like. Bro, that's not a fucking plan with longevity in mind. You motherfuckers ain't thinking. And, like, a lot of the times with, like, black leaders and shit, I look at them and I'm like, bro, how the fuck did you get up here? You talk, you don't you talk about Jesse Jackson like that? No, bro, I'm serious, bro. Because you don't have a fucking lick of sense of a fucking plan. Your plan is to go with the same status quo. That's not a fucking plan. Do you really want to fix anything? If not, get the fuck out of my face before I blow your brains out. Bro, whoa. Now, now, Black Libertarian, that is one step too far. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, bro, they're infringing on my freedom, my rights. And I, I feel we, we've talked person. about infringing on rights. But it's not direct. But again, that's the okay. issue. That's the, that's the exactly. issue. Exactly. They, they didn't come to your doorstep. Now, if they came to your doorstep, <laughs> Lord help them. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, I'm sorry. they are but the commanders handing down the SQ. They're not the person pulling the trigger. Right. Okay, I got you, but it's just making our black community more and more ignorant, and I'm sick of it. But all I can do at this point is just shut the fuck up. Because as as it is, no matter how much money I make, I ain't LeBron. Yo. LeBron ain't the most educated dude yeah, in the he world. Yeah, he's as fuck. Right? Correct. But, but they'll listen to LeBron. Why? Because LeBron get paid, and he tall, and he play basketball. So he had a skill that was you know, redeemable. I don't and play basketball. Demand. And in demand, I'm an IT tech, which isn't demand, but I don't get paid like a basketball player. Hey, man, so we're gonna get you in the cybersecurity train. I know cybersecurity, but I, I feel I respect that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's 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 the the point I'm trying to make is just like this is disturbing that you all one won't listen to another black man that's saying something different as a community, and two 
all y'all care about is people who keep telling you the same shit you always heard. Whoa, bro. Hey, no, that's Look, too deep, bro. You cutting them like party lines and shit. That's like saying you can't trust the Democratic Party because they ain't been doing shit this whole time. You can't trust either one of them parties, bro. What you talking about? Both of them parties are fucking nutcases. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I disagree with that completely. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> let me, let me, go ahead. Let me, let me first tell you that I, I disagree with this completely soberly. They're not nutcases. They're just for themselves, and themselves okay, are bad. not my black fault. people. That's that's all. Their opportunity, their their selves are nobody. They're opportunists is a motherfucker, which is why I would love to be a senator because if I if it's to not give a fuck about anybody and get paid, well, I, sign me up. Whoa, but, no, no, sir! No, no, Several no. Whoa, whoa, no. third world <laughs> dictators. No, it's not a third world dictator. I disagree. Oh, um, I feel like it's fucked up to call him an opportunist because an opportunist is typically someone who's looking for a come up. An opportunity sees that opportunity to come up to it. What we're talking about are people who have been in power and want to stay there. And I don't think that's the same thing. Okay. I, I agree. Okay, I agree well, it's the yeah. same way of going about shit. But if you're looking at it from the outside, it's like, mm. like you, you can look, they're orchestrating their own come up. Yeah, you know, you look at a thief and like, oh, you know, that thief is an opportunist. But he's still a thief at the end of the day. But you look at a king who's an opportunist. I'm like, no, you wouldn't call a king an opportunist. You would call him conniving and so on and bullshit. Bull, bull, you know, whatever, right? Because opportunities, uh, being an opportunist is kind of built into being a king. I wouldn't say that. Okay, we associate the... We do need to say that. We need to be honest with people's incentives. And as a king, if you're someone who no one can tell you what to do, then you're beyond reproach. Well, that could you're be, going to that generally could have... I mean, true, but I'm just saying. Look at history. I don't disagree. A lot of the, all I'm saying is let's 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 boil it happen. down and get 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 that real. Hey, we got the essence. Don't call each other kings and queens. Let's stop with that. Oh no, I fucking, fucking hate that. Right oh there. my. Hey, what's up, king? Like, oh, king, you a king? I'm a king. What we king up? Ourselves? Okay. No sovereignty. No. Zero sovereignty, but you calling yourself a queen. It means oh, something different now. Oh. Bitch, that's at the end of the dictionary. Bro, you you don't have to go that way. You could just say, how much property do you own? All right. So you're the king of nothing. Bro, I, I, I just, Next. if we look historically at the processes of kings and the people that serve kings, then we could say they're kings and they might be good according to history because, you know, the kings have their history. And then you have the knights or so on and so forth, people that serve them. But then you have the serfs, which is literally everybody else, which is pretty much 98% of the fucking population. Yep. And so basically, so please stop. You know, might be closer to 99, but you know, oh, sorry, 95. Everybody says they're king. Everybody does all this bullshit, but you know, it, it doesn't add up. It's like, oh, we all kings? Cool. So what about the servants? Oh, no, but you know, we used to be kings. You know, we used to have kings that were among us. And I don't know if you know what that that game involves, but there was imposters. There's <laughs> <laughs> even little sound effects and shit, bro. And they kicked them off the ship. And they floated off into space and they died all alone. So I don't I don't appreciate the whole king shit at all. Well, I don't appreciate any of our culture. I think it's all toxic. Whoa, whoa, it's, whoa! I disagree. I think, but I, I cut well, you off. Okay, let fault. me not let me exact let me not exaggerate. I think calling ourselves kings and queens. Is is disingenuous and a atrocity upon ourselves because we're lying to ourselves of what it is to be a man and a I woman, and those are both beautiful things. Be a man and be a woman and be okay with that. You don't have to be more than that because that's all you are. 
and nothing more is expected from you. Don't put ridiculous foundations on yourself. Kings used to beat their wives and have multiple ones, and queens used to behead people and get lynched and raped. Like I, I don't, I don't. What queen are you exactly? Oh, like, now you're era? looking at European specific ones. All right, the okay. African ones, not the Asians, tend to fare a little bit better. Okay, example. Sorry. Well, no, I, I don't. I, I don't take anything laying down. Example. <laughs> uh, name me, name me a queen who didn't have to go through bullshit. Let me go ahead and say something real quick. Cleopatra, so, she was instigating all the bullshit. Bro, Cleopatra literally ousted her sister from the shit, got her kicked out, and oh, her we didn't say that she didn't do some shiesty shit, but that's politics in general. Cleopatra had to get dicked down by Mark Anthony. No, no, she didn't have Just to get dicked like down that. by Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony was like the strongest sovereign person that she could reach, and so she was like, "Fuck." What you're I saying is that dick. a black man? I'm sorry, a black woman was like, yo, this white man is super strong. Fuck y'all. I don't really care about this country no more. I just want to maintain my position, so I'm going to fuck this white dude. Damn. Yep. That don't sound familiar? Yeah, it sounds familiar. It does, it does sound very familiar, but what I'm saying is when when we say, like, you know, kings used to beat their wives, I mean, you notice I didn't try to defend that because that was... True. Ne- Negro, well, last, last fucking Comcast, I talked about how, I said Comcast, a podcast, I talked about how in the 30s, dudes, and it was perfectly legal, could beat their women with uh, sticks that were no thicker than their thumbs. And this was just Correct. American overall history. It no, was no, legal no, in 2007 yes. in North Carolina. Right. But what I'm saying is not all queens had it bad. In comparison to their male counterparts, and specifically, I was saying in Africa. That's why I brought up the example of Cleopatra. But we're 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 getting away a little bit straight off a of topic, and the main. I mean, not a little bit. We're we we topic. Well, the main topic is. I've been drinking. Bro, I don't even know what the fuck I am right now. All no, I know but, is black libertarian but, is a friend of mine. I don't know if he's a friend of yours. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something about the queen and king, and then we can like move on. But with the king, king and queen, what a black libertarian. He has a really good point where we need to not necessarily value those words, but value us as people, value us as individuals, saying that we as a person have value and our value. Why do we have value? This versus calling us a queen and a queen. We should be treated as such. And it's like, how about we define who and what we are as people and what we want to do with our lives? Let's be more deliberate with it. Yeah. Why do we have value? Why do we have value? And we need to define that as why do we have value and then what what does it mean and what is it worth and how do we go about what does value mean to you value value means to me a person that has content of of their character they have principles that they live by and like an influencer not necessarily influence it's it's about one's own life it's not about what you do with others me personally that's that's how i view um, so how how would you view that person's life what like what what would they have to do in their life uh, okay, so when it comes to like, a person of worth, a person of worth is one that has their values that try to better themselves and better the people around them. Damn. That doesn't oh, sound like something you sound you can, that like Kevin Samuels. That, no, 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 no. That, that doesn't sound like something you could do the first time around. So you're saying they would have to, are you saying they would have to try? Oh, so they have to try. It, it, it takes time. So just trying, trying leads to doing. It's a part Ooh, of the process. I won my contest. Right, Did you win your contest? Yeah, I got to give a shot. The problem with trying is they try and then they give up. 
the thing is not to give up. In order to be successful, you try until you do. It's a part of the process. I never denied that trying is something that's not out there. You have to do it as a part of the process. That's all I wanted to hear. An agreement. And I'm going to take this shot. because We are in agreement. But at the same time, too, it's a part of the process. You cannot say trying ah, is majorly empathetic. Man, I, I love black people, bro. bro I don't do hey, shit. Man, I, I, I love black people. Let me tell you, the only thing I try to do is win. And I don't take a whole lot of losses. Let me tell you. You know, at this point in my life, man, I'm just going to live. I, 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 All of that shit is social to me. I, uh, I'm not going to say I gave up, but I just kind of, I realized that I'm enough for my life and whatever I want from it is enough. It doesn't have to be any bigger than I want it to be. Um, it doesn't have to be bigger than it is. I, I've accepted the meaningless of life and my individualism in the universe. Um, and I just accept that I'm just alive and I'm just here for the ride. I, I try not to put too much stress on myself when it comes to expectations outside of what I promise I'll do for other people. Um, and I really don't want much out of life because the thing they, the thing they never tell you about life, man, <laughs> is that everything you want, everything you want comes with positives and oh, negatives. I mean, I right. so that, that bad bitch you want, she come with bad bitch energy, bad bitch niggas trying to talk to her, expensiveness, insecurities, and you just start looking at everything like, fuck all of this. Nothing is what you thought it was. Nothing is everything is trumped up to be. And it's just life, man. Just live it. You're good enough to be who you are. And, you know, even if you're not a movie star and nobody ever knows your name, you're good enough as that as a person. And that's all I it disagree. takes. Like, you're just here. I disagree completely. I guess, bro. But I try not to put too much, put too much value on myself. No, no, like no. no, no. I, I agree I, with that part completely. I disagree specifically with the you are enough. And I don't mean that like for yourself. No, no, I, I still disagree with that. I, I don't, and I'm, I, sorry to, to, this is to keep this shit compact. I believe the day you stop try, you stop striving to be better is basically the day you die, because ain't shit gonna change. Indeed. What is? What is what? All I'm saying is try, try to be better. I'm not, I'm not, and I don't, I don't mean it in anybody else's eyes. Try to be strong. Well, okay, I, like I would say, Sham, that is a principle that I live by. Um, can't speak for others. But it's worked well. Why? Because your curry is better than fucking Indian curry. I remember that shit, bro. I was here a week ago when you was like Jamaican curry is way better than Indian curry. I heard. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's my preference. Not necessarily saying it's better or worse. This is what his preference is. What you? No, you said, yo, Indian curry is whack as fuck, but Jamaican curry actually got some flavor to it. These are your words, based. Whoa! He did not say whack as fuck. He said that shit was trash. trash. Oh my god! <laughs> Put him in my I mouth, guess, but okay. I guess my overall perspective point is, man. I just I don't want to get into a philosophical debate with you about it because we don't have the time, or this what is not time or place for it. But we, 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 that's what calls. That's what editing is for. Nigga, this is already this is already podcast number two. So I mean, nigga, get, get your oh, own feelings out. Bro, we we oh. okay, cool. Yeah. So all of the things better, great are all relative, and once you bring into the account of relativity. Um, and perspective, you start to understand that it really means nothing. 
Right. Instead of defining things in terms of relativity, which is what I try to stay away from when it comes to describing things for myself, I just have to understand that it's enough for me. So that like, sorry, I apologize. And it, because we're in a capitalist society, somebody has to be poor. Somebody got to be at the bottom. So I, I can't bring everybody up. In fact, I don't want to. I want some people to step on. It's just the realism of the kind of society I live in. Um, I have to have people to step on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'll interject. Yeah. Instead of stepping on... Wait, wait, wait. I, let I, him finish. Let no, him no, no, no. Yeah, let him finish. I'm sorry. So I don't mean that in a way of stepping on them physically no, or even emotionally or psychologically. I just mean that when you're in a system like a capitalist network or a democratic republic or whatever the fuck this shit is at this point. You, you addressed it correctly. No, no, yeah. it's, it's more like a uh, oligarchy, but it goes. Yeah, like an oligarchy. No, no, we're not, not trying system. to cancel. Uh, this is a democratic republic for everybody who hears. <laughs> but I under- God damn, nigga, did you walk a flock and have a conversation before this? <laughs> <laughs> but I understand where I lie in this situation. And I also understand that even if I would be like a good person to be in certain situations, I have to understand do I even want the responsibility of those situations? Because the more you get, the more you're responsible for. And I don't know about y'all, but fuck. I had Uncle Ben. God damn. Which is weird because I meant that <laughs> like the Spider Man, but I had thought about it the second it left my life. I'm like, yo, Uncle Ben made rice. I'm like, that's racist. Yeah, it's not racist. It is. I mean, you take things. Look, like, bro, I take things whatever, out of proportion all the time. That's me. I fucked yeah, up. I got you. I but fucked I just, up. That's me. Look, I'm racist. I, I got to own that shit. I'm getting canceled. I own it. Sorry. But I just, I just try not to. I mean, we just all here to have a good time. Man. And then, you know, we fuck, we have a good time. And then all right. Die. So with that, I say I disagree specifically on the fact okay. That I don't really disagree with anything except for the fact where you're like, yo, the second you get too close to it, it's like, yo, you don't you don't matter for anything. And that that's the part where things nope. break down for me. Okay. Well, so you're one person, right? Yeah. How many people in the world? A bunch of them. Like literally billions. Seven point three seven plus ish. Seven point seven point three ish mm, billion. That, right? Those are old numbers. Oh, those are old numbers. I don't know. I'm not I'm arguing against more. myself at this point, but those are old numbers. Like <laughs> Okay, okay. So you're one person out of seven point yeah. something billion, right? And then if we break it down even further, you're just molecules and atoms, right? And if you're molecules and atoms, everything is. So you're this small little person on this one planet full Damn of molecules right. and atoms. And then if you start looking at the universe, there's Hold up. billions of That's galaxies. actually where I would call you on it because uh, what have we discussed about the universe today? Nothing. Because we're selfish. Human beings. We only care about what we can see, touch, and feel. And all and no, all we can see, touch, I, and feel is on Earth. That I know, but I I, I see something bigger, and I understand but, that I am meaningless what, in this universe. That's why I said in this universe, not cool. in this world. But when do you? How often do you interact with the universe? Every day. I'm asking. How so? What do you mean? We're in space. We're in space. At what point did you realize yeah. you're in space? I knew. I mean, I knew there's something bigger than myself when I was born. Bigger than yourself, cool. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole town that you were born in. There's a whole city you were born in. A whole state you were born in. A whole country you were born in. A whole world you were born in. Exactly. When you when you start seeing things like that, and then when you start start studying quantum mechanics, and you start understanding there's entire societies living on my body inside of dirt. So, like, right. So, like, I, I'm bro. So, I don't matter as much as I no, think I do. No so one. To, to clarify things, what I mean to say is as much as no one matters 
people can not matter in a way that hurts everybody, and people can not matter in a way that helps everybody. Or at least, or at least tries to. If, if it helps, I'm a nihilist. Oh, no, 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 so no. no. He's trying to take it to... Exactly, he's trying to keep it on the same level. He's saying, while you can say that this shit doesn't matter, most people... I'll, I'll put it this way. The only things that exist are things that they can touch and feel. Didn't you say you have children? Yeah, I have a son. Why would you even interact with him? I, I don't. He's in jail. Damn. I remember being... This is a side story, but I was in the back of a, a police car like four years old. But anyway, that's what I mean. Um, and I, that that's technically a true story. Um, I'm about to say, please don't start that story because uh, I'm not sure. Whatever, bro. It hey, don't, they don't even fucking matter, bro. The universe is out here. Whatever. Shut up, man. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is, if you get too far away from what's close to you, then you get to the point where you let go of caring about what you're near to and specifically I know I said some bullshit just now but to clarify if you say the universe doesn't matter then it's the same as saying you don't care about your moms your brothers your sisters so on and so forth so if you really feel like the universe is too big for me individually to matter then don't talk about black issues don't talk about white issues don't talk about you know being human whatever like it's all just a passing moment a puff hey, I'm, I, it really no, is I, I, it, I, it is. I came here to I agree with you. I came here to participate in the show, but but my overall nihilism belief, which so, is why so you gave up on your son. And, I'm just asking. So you huh? gave up on your son. You don't, you don't talk to your son. I can't talk to him. Why? Because he in jail. No. Yeah, that's mother. A much, story, much longer. Story. That's much longer. All right. Story. So I'll put it this way: If you have a chance to talk to your son, would you talk to your son? Well, what I talk to him about, he's already almost a grown man, and I have almost zero interaction with him. Would you talk to your son? That's my question. Yeah, I try to. Damn, you try. You but he's my responsibility, too. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. From a psychological... You sound like no, a black no, no. man in the universe. Call you no, from a philosophical standpoint, from a philosophical mm-hmm. standpoint, that's something that I caused, right? All right, but it don't matter. Right? Because... So your mother... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Stop, right. stop. I'm about to apologize. <clears throat> There's a macro and micro level to this, yeah. right? From a macro level, I understand that I am of low importance. From a micro level... There's a micro level of substantial importance that I apply to other people. Now, I try to remove myself from most people's lives because, one, I'm not necessary. But <laughs> I'm just not. But when it comes to my child, because I forced him to be in this world, I am indebted to him and responsible for him. Right? Regardless if I have to interact with him or not, I forced him to be in this hellhole. That being the case, I have some duty and responsibility. To Why? That shit don't matter. But in the grand scheme, in the grand scheme of things, no, it doesn't. In the grand scheme of things, why are you upholding anything? That's what's important to me. Damn. Why? Why is shit important to you? You don't matter, bro. Like you literally, you literally said that on on multiple occasions. Don't none of this shit matters. I said, and as it applies to the universe, you have to be very. I'm very specific. Ooh, for and I, I'm only asking for an allocation of specificities. <laughs> I'm very specific. As when I said the universe, I didn't say I didn't matter to the people around me. I said I didn't matter to the uh-huh. universe. From a universal standpoint. So that being the case, that's the point I'm trying to make. We don't, we shouldn't overinflate our own egos was my overall point. We shouldn't overinflate who we are as people and what we do to the world around us. That goes both ways. That's you a neutral comment. It's like saying care. No, not really. But no, no, no. So to clarify, it's like saying you should care about what happens around you, but just so you know, it doesn't matter. 
I mean, bro, in reality, it doesn't that, matter. All right, so right? I'm just making sure we agree on the same points. That's all. Yeah, in reality, it doesn't. I mean, I could go out and kill somebody and get shot in the head, right? But, like, there are things that we're programmed to do as humans, mm-hmm. right? We have human programming that's going to, like, most people don't have the constitution to commit suicide because you're not programmed. Right, to but suicide. then we got these people who we talk shit about, you know, trans people and whatnot, and they commit suicide all the time, bro. And I believe they're. I just said they're. I said they're a brave person. No, 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 no. We, we're talking about you, what we were talking about back then was the ones who had the surgery. This nigga gave them they props early in the in the in the like, first podcast. Yeah, early, yo, you, you got a hundred thousand dollars. God damn! No, no, no. Even people who kill themselves. No, 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 I, no. I'm, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just before that step because that step that's a finality. Correct. Well, we don't know that. Sorry, we don't know that. So, no, 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 no. To, to clarify. That's a finality as far as we know, because none of us can come back and say, oh, no, no, yeah, I just I went I went down the street to to fourth and fifth and I got me a sandwich the next day kind of shit. Yeah. When I say we don't matter, I just mean that's not what Jim Carrey said. Jim Carrey said bro, all that. No, Jim Carrey lost to Sonic is all I want to say. And I saw that movie <laughs> on SpankBang.com. If you don't know, it's a great porn site, man. They be having a whole lot. Of that's where I got it. When I say I don't matter. It just means that I understand that when it comes down to it, I'm just here living in a period of time. I'm going to die. And everybody I know is going to forget about me. And everybody who knows them that may have known me will also forget about me. It won't. It's not that serious. I'm going to erect a statue on the moon of you, nigga. And they won't forget for about 200 years. At some point, they'll forget. Why? It's human nature. It's human nature to get. And yeah, we talk about Aristotle and book. Aristotle has been proven wrong. All these wrong people proven, but they still reference to this day. Can you say as who was the who who were the uh who were the main people from um five thousand BC? Who were the the, the, the people thinkers who knows? But I I can, exactly. but I could but, I, but I could probably pull up one of them, is my point. Pull up one of them. You could pull up what somebody thinks they Hold found. On. We don't know. Well, hold on. Well, first of all, let's establish the fact that as time goes on, we get better at establishing how to record time. And nuclear wars happen and we lose our records of those things. Like which one? Ice Age. The Ice Age was a nuclear war? It was a nuclear what battle. We don't, know, we don't know what it was. We just know it was a, something happened, right? It was an Ice Age. We don't know what it was a result of. We can, we can theorize of it, but we don't know. Right? And all inform- a lot of information was lost. There's some people who even theorize that we've been to this point in time. No, before. no, no. I play Zeno Gears. I understand. And I that, that's that's yeah, not so. that's not me talking shit. Like it's like it's no. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So yeah, if that's the point, at some point, bro, the memory of you will fade. Of course, I I, I expect no part of me not to be succumbent to the inevitabilities of time. That's just the reality of the world we in, man. It's all gonna fade away. But all I'm saying is, if we can acknowledge the fact that we all have a finite existence, a finite influence, then doesn't yeah. that make us trying that more, that much more important? Because at some point, the things you do won't matter, so to speak. But for a time, they will. And while they do, they influence what happens going forward. We think. We say we think. We don't know. Bro, look back. Look back at time. You can't tell me you look at the Moors. Look at the fucking Europeans. Prove to me that people 
Look, man, the Moors did a lot, bro. We all Moors. We're the original people. Whatever. Prove to me that people existed before you were born. My mom. She existed, so yeah. You don't know that. Nah, she's she's still here. And she was here. That doesn't mean anything. Well, by that by that uh notion, I can't prove anything. No one can. Why? Exactly. We know nothing. Can you That's can you prove you breathe? No. You don't breathe? No. In the words of the the judge who was a uh, black, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> What's the black judge name? <laughs> Bro, What's I was really getting ready to some like deep shit. You were like, yeah, I'm not a scientist. Uh, Kentanji? Kentanji, yeah. I'm, Kentanji. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. I mean, look, that was the smartest <laughs> answer I've ever seen someone give. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> you can't theorize on whether or not your women are trans women are women. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. Oh shit! I did have. Damn. Now I'm remembering. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry, I've been drinking. So, well, look. First of all, you're way more solid than me, and therefore a much better person. Um, and so I applaud <laughs> you for that. Uh, Relative. What's funny is I've been drinking is going to probably be like reference in both podcasts heavily. Do what now? What? I've been drinking. Don't let me do that. I'm gonna start my own podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna start my own podcast and call it "Going to the Corner Store." And see what I can get with 75 cents. Because you motherfuckers have still not cash amped me 75 cents so I can get some more alcohol. God, my fuck. I will anyway. not support bad behavior. Not, you, exactly. Fuck you, exactly. man. Bro, I thought it was cool. <laughs> what happened to together? Um, um, white box you got, bro, I don't know if you remember, but we just talked about how the universe don't exist. So 75 cents don't matter. Bro, I got to go to work. <laughs> it was nice talking to y'all boys. <laughs> It was nice talking to you as well, bro. It was a good talk. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, y'all have a good day, man. Stay, stay, uh, stay whoever you are or want to be. <laughs> if you want to be, too, we'll stay whoever we are. We want to be, and in fact, we're gonna go ahead and go ahead and end this episode of Everyday Black Men Podcast. A podcast for thinning black male thoughts. I've been writer. He's been black libertarian. This been Shamel. We've had Armstead. We've had the writer. And uh, for a brief second, we had our read. Please follow us on Twitter, EVYD Black Men, Instagram, Everyday Black Men, and Everyday Black Men Facebook page. Our Patreon is EVP. Up there, you have all kinds of cool stuff. You can see some of the Ukrainian struggle photos that I'm trying to, you know, pimp out, as well as dick pics and ironic poems. We also have a website called www.everydayblackmen.com. Thanks again. Peace. Peace. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. 
Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase in 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Audio Hub Preview. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Get inspired Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.